Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Turn it up a little bit, too. Okay, kill it. What a lucky man he was, and what a lucky man he was indeed to know him well. However, how fitting it is here as we're back for episode 34 of Raw Radio for Monday, March the 14, 2006. I am 16, almost said 2006. 2016, 10 years, I'm late on that. Sorry, guys. Whoops. Anyway, we are back on Raw Radio. The big three, as always, the Diesel, Gregory Kramer from Philadelphia, of course, John Gross, Demon Suplex Machine. Yes, we played a little Emerson, Lake and Palmer to start out the show here today. And how funny it was today because after what happened last week of the great keyboard legend Keith Emerson, who tragically uh, we lost a week ago, however, at the age of 71 due to a suicide, however. But one of the greatest songs of Emerson, Lake and Palmer was that great hit back in the 70s. What a lucky man, and we are the lucky men, as you know, however, as we are here each and every Monday, giving you our thoughts on Raw Radio and then some. Number today, one seven two four 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 seventy four twenty four. caller ID, one three eight seven four four. And, of course, you can talk to the Big Three. We're expecting some more guests here throughout the afternoon, but uh, let's get into it right away. First off, let's bring in the guys right now. Guys, it's uh, a Monday, and you know what time it is. Uh, Greg, uh, how are you doing today? Good. It's a pleasure. How about yourself, guys? Doing good. Doing good, as always, however, here in the Steel City of the City of Champions, Pittsburgh. John, how are you doing down there in Virginia? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. And I think we do know what time it is. Yes. Yes, we do indeed. And, guys, let's get into the news, of course. we got a lot of news to dive into. What time is it? It's Raw Radio time. That's what it is, as they always <laughs> say. Vader uh, time. It's Vader time, too. Yes, that, too. Beyond that, too. You're right, John. Anyway, folks, uh, we got some news to discuss, so let's get into it right away with the top stories of the day. Of course, the big news, of course, coming out earlier this morning, however, should I say this afternoon. Jacqueline Moore, of course, the latest new member of the WWE Hall of Fame, of course, uh, found out earlier today she is the next member of the 2016 class. Uh, John, your thoughts about Jackie going into the Hall of Fame? I got to say, Jackie was pretty much a badass diva back in her day in the WWE. I mean, WWE Women's Champion, Cruiserweight Champion, um, formed with PMS, mm-hmm. and also debuted with Mark Marrow. 
Yes. That's right. And she was also in WCW for a time with Kevin Sullivan, if you remember, back in her time. So she she's had quite a career, no question about it. Uh, Greg, your thoughts about the latest Hall of Famer, Jacqueline Moore, going into the WWE Hall of Fame? Yeah, she's one of the uh, greatest women champions of all time. Uh, I'm very happy for her. Yes, I think we're all happy for her, and we definitely send our congrats to her. Of course, we'll find out the official announcement later tonight as Raw's War is in my hometown this week of the Steel City of Champions, if you will, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Of course, next week it'll be over in Greg's neck of the woods, the home of Extreme, if you will, the city of brotherly love, cheesesteak, and Rocky Balboa, as well as the Liberty Bell, if you will, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Speaking of divas, guys, let's talk about another diva that's in the news this week, however, and uh, unfortunately she has had another health issue, if you will, and it seems like the health issues continue to weigh on Sunny Tamulin Sitches. This week we found out she had diverticulitis and spent the past week in the hospital, but she is now out of the hospital, I believe, and is back home recovering. Uh, Greg, your thoughts about the latest update on Sunny? Wow, that's uh, news to me. Uh, I, I can't even explain it. She's in the news. She's out of the news. She's in jail. She's not in jail. And uh, I hope she's doing well and hopefully stays out of trouble. Now, let's hope. Let's hope. I would agree with you there. John, your thoughts about the latest round of Sunny? Yeah, total news for me. I just hope she gets better soon. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Certainly. No question about it. Of course, as you know, uh, as we said, how we have some other news to touch upon. Of course, uh, this past weekend, of course, the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament selections were announced, of course. It starts on Thursday with the playing games tomorrow night and Wednesday. Of course, uh, the four number one seeds, Kansas, North Carolina, Virginia, and, of course, Oregon, however, were your top seeds there in the tournament. Some of the teams like Villanova and uh, Michigan State kind of got snubbed from the top seed. But, uh, guys, as we start March Madness in the road to the Final Four, which is in Houston in a couple weeks, it seems like it's anyone's guess who's going to win this tournament. And uh, I'm going to ask my colleagues here as well as give you my thoughts Tower, who I think is going to win the whole shebang, as well as the one team to watch out for. Uh, I think the team that could win it could be a team like Michigan State. The team that I'm watching out for right now, if there is a sleeper to watch out for, it could be a team like, say, possibly West Virginia. I mean, West Virginia's been playing some good ball this year, and I think as a three seed, I think they could be the team that could really surprise a lot of people in the tournament. Uh, John, your thoughts about the seeding and uh, who will be the one team that wins it, maybe? And who do you think will be the one team to watch out for if you uh, have been paying attention? Who are we talking about again? Uh, the March Madness basketball tournament. Uh, the teams that are in the tournament, the four one seeds. Your thoughts about those seeding and who will be the one team that could win it all and the one team that could surprise you this year in the tournament? Uh, a chance to is watch Virginia it. still in there? Yes, Virginia is in one of the top seeds. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm taking Virginia. Okay, you're going to take the Cavaliers to win it all. Okay, and who is the mm-hmm. team? Do you think will be the team to watch out for in this tournament? Do you think that could be a surprise? Surprise. Mm-hmm. Who's the surprise team do you like? Virginia. So you're going to take Virginia in this case to be the surprise to win it all and to win it all. Okay, very yep. good. Then. Not bad. Nice selection there. Greg, what about you? What do you think? Uh, honestly, I don't watch basketball. Okay, it's no problem, no problem, but like I said, guys, we're going to see starting off this Thursday, there's going to be a lot of games coming up in the next few weeks. Of course, this week's games will be in Des Moines, Iowa, Spokane, Washington, Raleigh, North Carolina, down in our boss's neck of the woods, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw's area, if you will. Also, Spokane, Washington will be hosting the tournament this year, and of course, Brooklyn, New York. 
anyway, guys, let's talk about another thing that happened this past weekend. I know a lot of people were out for St. Patrick's Day this past weekend, as you know, but we're here to talk about Roadblock. And there was a roadblock prior to Dallas, if you will, that happened on uh, Saturday night there on the WWE Network. A lot of us uh, watched it. Some of us did not watch it, but went away with our thoughts on each match and give you our opinions overall. So let's get into it right away, guys. As you know, it was in Toronto, Ontario, Canada at the Reshock Coliseum. And, of course, the first match right out of the gate, however, was the New Day taking on Sheamus and King Barrett here. New Day winning inside of 10 minutes, once again retaining the tag titles. Uh, we'll start with you first, Greg. Your thoughts about this opening match up here at Roadblock. Uh, honestly, I didn't really watch it. I was away on Saturday, so uh, maybe Wednesday I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. That's all right. No problem. No problem. Uh, John, I know you paid attention to Roadblock quite a bit on Saturday, so let's uh, give you uh, your thoughts in. Yeah, I did, but um, I didn't wa- I didn't see any uh, whole event until I saw the main event. Mm-hmm. And I thought the New Day retaining the titles was kind of, was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet you they're going to turn face. Yes. Definitely. I mean, and speaking of which, they will be in action tonight, we understand, against the League of Nations again. Uh, they have a date with, uh, I believe, King Barrett and uh, possibly, once again, the uh, Tan Sheamus, if you will, or possibly Alberto Del Rio tonight. We have been hearing a lot about that. Uh, like uh, Greg said, he did not watch all of it, but uh, John did see some of the highlights of Roadblock. Uh, so, I mean, that's I mean. Just uh, keep getting everyone's opinion on this. Let's go to the next match. Chris Jericho taking on Jack Swagger. Chris Jericho getting a ton of heat here tonight in Toronto, if you will, as a result. Saturday. Yes, sorry. Tonight. Well, tonight, I'm using tonight for Saturday, though. Thank you, John. But, yeah, I know what you're saying. I did defeat uh, Jack Swagger, but apparently Chris Jericho was definitely getting a lot of booze there in Toronto today, I heard there. Uh, John, uh, your thoughts about this matchup with him and Swagger? Yeah, for him to rip on the Canadian crowd, yeah, that got got him in a lot of big heat here in Canada. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're his hometown hero, and now he shits on them. Mm-hmm. I mean, please. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I would have to agree there. Uh, Greg, your thoughts about, I mean, no, you didn't see it, but uh, your thoughts about Jericho kind of going for the cheap heat route against uh, Jack Swagger there in Toronto on Saturday night. Greg, are you there? Gregory? Yes, I am. I had to throw something out. That's okay. No problem. No problem. No problem. Uh, like I said, I know you didn't get a chance to watch uh, this entire show, but we want to get your thoughts about Jericho getting the cheap ha- heat route, let's just say, against uh, Jack Swagger and the way he dissed the Toronto crowd on Saturday. What were your thoughts? Uh, if it was my hometown, I would be mad. Yeah. They were probably texting Chris Jericho because they were, uh, or I guess, I guess it was a good thing or a bad thing. But if it was a bad thing, I would be mad. Mhm. Certainly. Yeah. So, certainly. No question. Yeah. No question about it. Uh, another team, another match we're going to talk about here, folks, is the tag team of the Dash and Dawson duo taking on Big Cass and uh, Enzo Amore. The NXT for the NXT tag titles, of course, Dash and Dawson retaining here in 10 minutes and change. Uh, John, we've talked about all four of these guys before, however, and I'm going to again ask you point blank, Keller, do we see any of these guys coming up uh, possibly around WrestleMania, or do you think they're going to wait till after WrestleMania? What's your take? I think wait till after WrestleMania. 
And which one do you think it'll be, Dash and Dawson or Enzo and Cass? I say Enzo and Cass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Greg, what do you think? Um, who's the people again? Dash and Dawson, Enzo and Cass. Which one of these four uh, teams do you think will be up with the main roster? Which one will stay with NXT? And uh, your thoughts about the match? Honestly, I think all four because they're young, they're energized, and we need new teams in the role. Mm-hmm. I would have to agree. Yes, I would have to agree there. I think you definitely need some fresh blood. And I've said for weeks on end and months on end here on Raw Radio, folks, you need new blood in NXT and WWE. And I think these four coming up from the minor leagues of NXT would absolutely put a spark in that tag division right now. you got the Usos, the Dudleys. Uh, you also got uh, the League of Nations, however. And so I think a little bit of uh, pep in the NXT tag division would uh, kind of work here, if you ask me. Speaking of Pep, let's talk about our next match. This was probably one of the better matches of the entire night from what I heard. Charlotte with Ric Flair taking on Natty. Of course, Papa Flair helping again his daughter, if you will. But nevertheless, uh, Natty putting up a good effort in paying tribute to her Uncle Brett and her uh, Uncle Owen, in a way, however, by wearing a shirt that uh, had the fans cheering. It looked like Natty was uh, almost ready to get the Divas title again, but unfortunately, that was not the case here. As a result, she came up just a little short of her uh, quest, if you will. John, your thoughts about this Divas affair? Great matchup between these two ladies. Um, yeah, Natalia. I mean, Ric Flair interfering. That's enough is enough. I think. Yeah, I would have to agree. I would definitely have to agree, and I hope that's. Uh, hopefully, that'll be uh, not the case coming up in three weeks at WrestleMania, as you know, in Dallas. And of course, we'll be talking about WrestleMania here in just a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Greg, your thoughts about the Charlotte Natty match? Uh. I know Charlotte probably, like, cheated it. Her father probably mm-hmm. interfered and stuff. Yep. Maybe the race was interfering and was knocked out. So mm-hmm. they probably got a new rest and Charlotte won the match. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Certainly I would have to agree there. No question about it. And like I said, I think you're going to see uh, a new champion very soon, and it's going to come – in just a matter of weeks from now. Speaking of weeks from now, let's talk about one of the bigger disappointments of the night, Brock Lesnar. I mean, not to say he was disappointing, but the match he was in was disappointing. Taking on Luke Harper and Bray Wyatt, a two-on-one handicap match. Of course, he beat up on Luke Harper Friday night there in Montreal at the house show. Saturday night, he took on both Harper and Wyatt in a handicap match, and it didn't go very long. and only went four minutes long. John, your thoughts about this one? Brock and Bray and Luke Harper. Hmm. What was WWE thinking? I mean, you have to have the advertised matchup between Brock and Bray, and all of a sudden, we switch it to Brock and Luke, Luke Harper. Why, WWE? Why? Yeah, I would have to agree. And to make it a short match, too, I can understand it, but to do it on a special like this, I think they could have gone 8 to 10 minutes, maybe 11 minutes. Instead, they kind of went backwards on that, I think. Hopefully, that'll change. Of course, Brock Lesnar is supposed to be here tonight in Pittsburgh. As we said, a lot of big names going to be there tonight, including Mick Foley, we understand. We understand uh, Shane O'Mac is supposed to be here, Brie Bella, Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns is being advertised, too. So, it's going to be an interesting night, no question about it. Uh, Greg, your thoughts about the quick match between Brock Lesnar and not, yes, John. Not, I was very impressed with uh, Harper as well, too. He, mm-hmm. he, he, like, dominated the match, sort of. Yeah. 
Uh, I can believe that. I can believe that. Uh, Greg, your thoughts about this very quick match between Brock and Bray? Uh, if it was a real pay-per-view, I would be mad. I would say I want my money back. But it reminded me when uh, Halloween Havoc, when uh, the last match was uh, Simon Dallas Page and uh, Bill Goldberg, and they can't, they shut the match off completely. Yep, I remember that. Yep, 1998. Yes, yes. That's, uh, what, that's what I'm hearing about. Mm-hmm. So, so that's yeah. right. in my head. So yeah, I, I would I would have to agree with you. If if I'm a fan paying for this uh, thing and not uh, don't have the network, I would definitely scream out refund too. Because I mean, it was a quick match. They could have gone ten or fifteen minutes. They made it more entertaining. They could have put it on late in the show and say they put it on midway through the show towards the last little bit of the show. I I would definitely have to agree with you. I think I would scream out refund too. This was a very quick match. And granted, there's going to be times, however, Brock will get done, be done very quickly in matches like this, but there's other times that he can go 10, 15, 20, 25 minutes tonight, or should I say Saturday night, this wasn't one of those cases, and I think a lot of people were somewhat disappointed, even though they were happy to see him do his thing, I think they were expecting more out of it. Speaking of more out of it, however, let's go to our next match, one of the better wrestlers, one of my favorite wrestlers of the WWE right now, currently, Sami Zayn taking on the Bizarre One, Gold Dust brother, if you will, Stardust, if you will. Sammy wins in 13 minutes. It looks like Sammy is back in rare form here. Uh, Greg, I'll go with you first this time. Your thoughts about Sammy Zayn and uh, Stardust? Uh, I didn't really hear anything about this match, so I have to take a pass on this. Okay, that's understandable. John, uh, your thoughts about Sammy Zayn and Stardust? Great matchup between these two. I mean, I mean, they had nothing to be ashamed of. Sami Zayn, I think, is getting back on the right track as well. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. we are going to see see uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. No oh. doubt about it. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. I mean, those two have such great chemistry over the years, both in and out of WWE, whether it was uh, NXT or any other federations, Ring of Honor or whatever. I mean, those guys will tear it up, and I think they could be definitely featured as one of the big uh, highlight matches coming up in three weeks in Dallas at WrestleMania. It's going to be very interesting to see when they make it official. I think they can make it tonight, or they can make it next week in Philadelphia, but it's coming, folks. I mean, if you've not seen these two fight, however, ever before, you're in for a rare treat. I mean, these guys can really go with each other and brawl with the best of them, and like I said, there's nothing to be ashamed of either one of these guys. I mean, Kevin Owens is a big guy in his own right, 265, 270 from Quebec. Sammy's about 210, 215 from Canada as well, but I'll tell you what, how are these guys are just going to absolutely tear each other piece by piece, I'm sure, in AT&T Stadium in just a few weeks' time. And speaking of tearing apart, that leads us now to the big main event, ladies and gentlemen. Triple H and Dean Ambrose, one of the better matches of the night. 25 minutes they went with this, although it was a little controversial in the end. It turned out to be not so much controversial unless you want to count it as controversial. In the end, the game is still on top of the ladder one more time, however, heading into WrestleMania. As a result, this was a very good match I heard from a lot of people. I have not had a chance to go back and watch it yet. I do hope to watch it sometime this week or maybe this coming weekend if I have time. But, uh, John, this was a great match. Unfortunately, Dean Ambrose came up just a little short of his goal of becoming champion but put up a hell of a fight against the game in COO. Oh, yeah. Good match between Ambrose and Triple H. I mean, Ambrose was very close, but it tells you that he's still one step further to becoming the champion real soon. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Definitely, definitely. I and I've said it before. I mean, I feel told. I mean, even though one of our my good friends and your good friends, of course, LT does not agree with me on this. I think Ambrose's time is coming. I think before the end of the summer or maybe in the middle of the summer, I think he will get that chance to hold the big prize. However, I hope WWE smart in this, and of course, not only us are thinking of it. However, I know a couple of our other colleagues, uh, Gerard, is thinking of it. I'm sure maybe a little bit, but I don't know for a fact. Our good friend, the Black Widow, MLT, Michelle Lynn Dodds, who's a big Ambrose supporter and a Brock supporter is in our corner and I think a lot of people would feel the same way. I think Ambrose is just coming close to tasting that gold. It's just a matter of time when and where. Uh, Greg, your final thoughts about this match before we get in uh, your ratings as well as John's and my ratings for the uh, pay-per-view in general. Uh, I heard that was an excellent match. A friend of mine saw it. It was really good. And I saw a real clip from WWE's YouTube page. Mm-hmm. So, it was pretty good when I seen it. Mm-hmm. I would, like I said, I'll definitely have to check it out, and I'm definitely looking forward to seeing it uh, in more ways than one myself. And uh, we'll definitely keep an eye on uh, what happens tonight, as we said, folks. But uh, it was definitely a very, very good match, I heard as well. So uh, that being said, guys, that is Roadblock. Uh, your final thoughts of the paper on a scale one to ten? I have to give it about a seven, almost a seven and a half, close to an eight. John, what would you give it? Uh, seven and a half. All right, and Greg? The way out of cheering, mm-hmm. only one good match. I have to give it a six. Oh, okay, so you're going to take it down to a six. Okay, very interesting. Okay, very good, very good. All right, guys, uh, John now has for us, ladies and gentlemen, wrestling dates and birthdays on the past three days, so now we're going to turn it over to him, and, of course, we're going to let him do that, and when we get back, of course, we're going to have some more WrestleMania talk. So, John, go right ahead. Okay. If I can get it. On my tablet here. No problem. Take your time. Bear with him here, ladies and gentlemen. He is uh, trying to find it as we go along here. So uh, if we're having a little bit of a delay, uh, that's... Normal here. I mean, we do have. All right, some all right, all right. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Thirty-seven years ago today, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Dino Bravo and Dominic Danucci defeated Mr. Fuji and Professor Tanaka to win the WWF Tag Team Championship. Oh, right over in your neck of the woods, Greg. So that that's kind of interesting. Go on. All right. 28 years ago in 1987, Randy said, NBC aired the 10th edition of WWF Saturday Night's main event. The show featured a tribute video for Roddy Piper set to Frank Sinatra my way. I remember that. Yes, yes. Yes. We had a battle royal this on, on Saturday Night's main event. We had Hercules Hernandez Winning the entire thing, the other participants included the two, the two, the two competitors that would face off one on one at WrestleMania, and this is as of note, Andre the Giant eliminated Hulk Hogan late in the match of the Battle Royal. Yes, and that was, I believe, that Saturday Night's main event, I remember very well. That was in Detroit because that was the event where Andre picked up Lanny Poffo and headbutted him and split his head open, I remember. Yeah. Lanny Poffo. 
Yes. He busted Lane Pop open. Big um, time. Yeah. Yeah, it was big time. I did even see the, see the match on the network earlier on mm. a few this weekend. Oh, okay. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Ivan Koloff and Dick Murdoch yes. run Garvin and Barry Windham to win the NWA United States Tag Team Championship in 1999. Okay. I mean, 1997. Oh, okay. 17 years ago, WCW presented Uncensored. Yes. And this was the matchup when Kevin Nash beat Rey Mysterio and Rey Mysterio took his mask off. That's right. I do recall that, yes. And Ric Flair beat Hulk Hogan in a first blood steel cage match to win the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. That is right. I do recall that now. Yep. Mm -hmm. Flair blacked first, but referee Charles Robinson didn't stop the match. Yes. Flair won when Hogan's shoulders were down while Flair had the figure four leg lock applied. Yes. The win gave Flair complete control of WCW, control that he would give up less than a month later when WCW storylines were reset. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to butcher this. In Yokohama, Japan, Naoya Agawa defeated yeah. Dan Sav- Severin yeah. to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. The win ended Severin's Severin's run at 1479 days, over just a shade of four years, the third longest in the history of the championship. Okay, very good, very good. All right. Do we have any birthdays from Saturday? I think I saw a couple on Saturday. Not yet. Not yet. Hold on. Okay. Twelve years ago. Yes. As we all know, WWE presented WrestleMania 20. Yes, that's right. 20,000 were in attendance with 885,000 8, homes watching on pay-per-view. Yes. At 2.4 million, WrestleMania 20 was the highest grossing event in the history of Madison Square Garden. Huh. I always thought WrestleMania 1 or 10, especially the first one, would have been a lot bigger. But apparently, WrestleMania 20, as they say, things are bigger. And we all know a couple of the people who were on that memorable Mania 20 card. And we had a lot of title changes, though. Yes, we did. And amazing moments. So I'm going to get to them right now. All righty. Please do. John Cena beat the big show to win the WWE United States Championship. Mm-hmm. Um... Goldberg and Brock Lesnar had their final match in the WWE as Steve Austin gave him the big send-off. Yes. And I hear Stephanie McMahon barking. <laughs> yeah, she sounds like she's barking, but she's not really hard. It's just my dog. Because my Eddie, Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero beat uh, Kurt Angle to retain the WWE Championship. That was actually a great match. I remember watching that not that long ago on... Uh, Eddie's deep, one of Eddie's DVDs, however. That was a really bona fide classic there. Also, don't forget the return of the dead man as yeah. The Undertaker returned in his dead man gimmick to fiend his brother Kane and getting his revenge for what happened to him at Survivor Series. Yes. And last but not least, Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit, I know we're not going to say his name, but hey, we have to, right? Yes, of course. 
Chris Benoit beat Triple H and Shawn Michaels via submission in a triple threat match to win the World Heavyweight Championship. Certainly. And as far as uh, we'll talk, we'll talk about. Uh, like I said, we'll get birthdays here in just a second. There, John, uh, if you can, uh, Greg. Certainly, a lot of great moments, including Mania 20, and of course the one in Philadelphia and your neck of the woods. Uh, your thoughts about some of these dates that uh, John John's brought to our attention today? What's the question? Some of the moments John's brought up today, uh, like WrestleMania 20, and uh, the one they mentioned over your neck of the woods, Philadelphia, and some of the other great moments that have happened mm-hmm. over the, on this day in history today. Uh, your thoughts? Uh, honestly, I wasn't there WrestleMania when I was in Philly. I was way little at the time, but I heard it was a great WrestleMania. And uh, WrestleMania 20, I just got on VHS. I know it's old hmm. facts, but I just got it off of a friend of mine. He's like, oh, yeah. uh, I'm too late to watch it. Yeah. And like John said, there was one great moment over your neck of the woods of Philadelphia of uh, Tanaka and Mr. Fuji and uh, who were the other two participants there, John? Who do we say they were again? Remember who they were? Uh, Dino Bravo and Dominic Danucci. Yes, Dominic Danucci from my hometown and, of course, the late, great Dino Bravo. So certainly some great moments there. All right. 2005, one, which is one year later after WrestleMania. Yes. We had two legendary returns on Monday Night Raw. The Rockers beat Law Resistance, and it was the first match for the Rockers as a team since December of 1991. Yes. And Chris Jericho's highlight reel, which had Randy Orton as well, featured Jake the Snake Roberts. It was his first WWE appearance since his firing in 1997. Yes. Seven years ago today, Vince McMahon received the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yes. Four years ago today on, I mean, five years ago today on Raw, Vicky Guerrero beat Trish Stratus to regain her position as general manager of Raw. Yes. Vicky, on behalf of Lakepool and Dolph Ziggler, issued a challenge to John Morrison, Trish, Mm. and Snooki. Of Jersey Shore to a WrestleMania match. That's right. I do recall that, yep. Yeah. All right. I'm going to see if we've got any March 14th birthday. I believe we do. You do? Yep. Uh, Brian Clark, known as Adam Bomber Raft, turning 52 today. Beulah McGillicuddy, 47. And Santino, 42. I got to say about Beulah back in the day, man, she was hot. Yeah, she was. I mean, everyone remembers that match, and I think, Greg, you remember the match she had with Bill Alfonso, however, at the ECW Arena, that basically, I mean, that was a very physical war between those two. Well, honestly, no, I've really never seen that match. I have to see it on YouTube or something. It's pretty pretty graphic, and John would vouch for me on that. It's it's a really good, I'd say a six, seven-minute match, but it is so... Awesome. At one point, she does like Raven's pose, however, and Tommy's supporting her. It's pretty cool, and it's it's pretty badass. You might want to check that out. Okay. All right. Uh, that was uh, John. You had today's dates. Uh, do you do you have anything as far as uh, Sunday and Saturday go? Yeah, I did. I uh, covered that on Attitude oh, Radio. Oh well, please inform us again, please, on Sunday and Saturday, if you could, please, starting with Sunday. Uh, all right. Mm. 
I can I can tell you in 2000 that we had some crazy changes on March 13, 2000 on Monday Night Raw. Yes. Two title changes. Yes. All right. The Hardcore Championship, which um, Pete Gas won over crashing in the airport. <laughs> yeah, I remember saying that. I, that was on the conveyor belt. I remember that now. Remember yeah, New York, New York Airport. Dean Malenko beat F.A. Rios to win the WWE Light Heavyweight Championship. Um, Bubba Ray Dudley <laughs> did it again, powerbombing Mae Young off stage for a table. Mm-hmm. Remember that moment? Yes, I do. Very well. And yes. Vince McMahon. And Vince McMahon came back to aid The Rock, beat the big show, to earn his place at WrestleMania. Yes. Well, that was some big changes that night on Raw. Yes, there was. Yes, there was. Yeah. Speaking of Crash Holly, he beat Dean Malenko to win the WWE Light Heavyweight Championship. Yes. The win ended Malenko's 322-day reign as champion, the second yes. longest in the history of the second version of the championship. Number one yes. goes to Dwayne Gill, who we all know was Gilbert, Gilbert. And how, and how many days was that? 453 days. <laughs> wow, 453, that's insane. Holy hell. I know, I know. WWE held their Hall of Fame ceremony at the Hilton in New York City. Yes. The ceremony, the 2004 class included Jesse Ventura, Don Morocco, Tito Santana, Yes. Superstar Billy Graham, Sergeant Slaughter, and that's the order. Yes. <laughs> Greg Valentine, Bobby Heenan, Harley Race, yes. Pete Rose, and posthumously Big John Stun, the Junkyard Dog. Yes. Would we agree before we continue on, Don? Hold off a second. Would we say, guys, that maybe. That year and 2000, and I think it was 2005, and uh, the one in Los Angeles were two of the greatest years for legends to go into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I would say so. Greg, what would you say? Well, who, who do you want to be in the Hall of Fame? No, the years that John mentioned, the 2004 class and the class I mentioned that happened in 2005 when Hulk Hogan. Uh, Roddy Piper, Nikolai Volkov, Paul Orndorff, and then the class that John mentioned from 2004. Would we say that those were probably two of the greatest years ever for the WWE Hall of Fame class? Because I think you saw a lot of legends go in, in both of those years, like JYD, Bobby Heenan, Harley Race, Superstar Ben, Billy Graham, Jesse Ventura, all those big names. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, the best years in wrestling was that. Uh... 2004 to 2009. I would I would have to agree with that. I would definitely have to agree with that because there were so many big uh, Hall of Famers that came in that year. However, and uh, certainly, however, a lot of excitement too. Uh, John, please continue. All right. Eight years ago today, Arnold Scullin passed away. He died of natural causes in his hometown. He was 82 years old. Probably one of the greatest legendary guys back in the day. I mean, we all know he was managing guys like Bruno and that, but uh, a lot of people also remember he managed Bob Backlund, too. He was born in White Plains, New York. He served in the U.S. Marines during World War II. Mm-hmm. After a failed boxing career, he tried his hand at professional wrestling. 
Mm-hmm. He debuted under his real name in 1946 when he was billed from Norway. Hmm. They gave him the nickname the Golden Boy for using his agility, speed, and wits rather than strength and power. Yes. He wrestled as Bobby Weaver in Georgia in the late 1950s. Excuse me. And in the early 1960s, challenged both Pat O'Connor and Buddy Rogers for the NWA World Heavyweight title, but was unsuccessful. That's right. Yeah, I remember hearing a story about him and uh, Buddy Rogers and Pat O'Connor, of course, a great legend in his own way back in the old National Wrestling Alliance, of course. 1990, they had a tournament named after him at Starcade uh, that year, the Pat O'Connor Memorial. I remember uh, a lot of people remember he was a very tough European brawler. Yeah. He refereed about between Freddie Blasky and Ricky Dozen in Japan. Yes. And the next year, he joined the New York-based WWWF. Yes. He became one half of the United States Tag Team Championship with Spyro Aeron in 1967. Mm-hmm. The lone championship reigned in last long. They lost just six weeks later to the Sicilians, which was Lou Albana and Tony Altamore. That's right. I remember Captain Lou started out as that in that gimmick, I remember. Yes. He was not only, Scotland was not only wrestling for the company, but he was a shareholder and one of Vince McMahon's senior right-hand men, serving as an agent for mm. Andre the Giant. That's right, yeah. He was he was real good friends with Andre. I know for a fact, he was the one who told, I think, Vince Sr., I remember, and a story I remember reading, and I think it was in uh, Andre's book, however, Andre's bio, the guy who wrote Andre's bio, that he did talk to him, however, mind you. Yeah. Scotland managed two WWE champions in Bruno San Martino and Bob Backlund. Yep, two he Hall of Famers. He turned to managing full-time in 78 around the time of Backlund's title win. That's right. Arnold would step in the ring in the event of an emergency, but he was best known for throwing in the towel on Backlund's behalf yep. on December 26, 1983. Yep. When Iron Sheik had Backlund trapped in the camel clutch to win the WWE Championship. And I remember a few weeks before, and I think I mentioned this story on all of our shows, guys. That was the time when Backlund Howard got attacked by the Persian clubs just a few weeks before, I remember, from Back or Sheik. And Backlund was really questionable going into that uh, event, I remember, because he had a tough time moving his arm. And uh, Skolan, I remember, told him, back out, back out. And Backlund was all stubborn. He said, no, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to fight, Howard. And, uh, of course, he would drop the titles, you said, and a few weeks later we would see the return of Hulkamania and uh, Hulkamania take on the Sheik less than a month later at the Garden. Yeah. In 1994, Gallen was one of seven men inducted into the inaugural full class of the WWE Hall of Fame. Very nice. Yes. And I also have another death to report to. Oh, Okay. It was 2009 when we knew him as Andrew Martin, but he was best known as Tess. Yes. He was found dead in his home in Tampa, Florida. He was only 33 years old. Yes. Just four days shy of his birthday. Yes. Very very sad. I, I remember that very, very well. And All right. I'm going, and I'm going to uh, talk about his history, All right. if you don't mind. Go ahead, I'll be right back. Talk about that, I'll be back in a second. Yeah. Gregory, 
Gregory, I'll read this to you. Okay. Born St. Patrick's Day, 1975, in Whitby, Ontario, Canada, he broke into the wrestling business after a meeting with Bret Hart at a restaurant. For the next eight months, Martin trained under Bret Hart and another famed Canadian wrestler, Leo Burke. Martin debuted in 1997 on the Canadian Independent Circuit and wrestled as Martin Kane in TJ Thunder. He continued his training at Story Funk Jr.'s Funkin' Dojo in Oklahoma, Florida. With a year of wrestling experience, he made his WWE debut in October of 1998 on Sunday night. He has a bodyguard for rock band Motley Crue. In a scripted event, Martin threw a fan trying to rush the stage. <laughs> Six weeks later, he made his Raw debut as Tech. He assisted The Rock in attacking Triple H and became the newest member of the corporation. His first pay-per-view came as the 1999 Royal Rumble, but he failed to win it after he was eliminated by Stone Cold Steve Austin. He made his first WrestleMania coming two months later in an unsuccessful effort to win the tag team titles with D'Lo Brown from Owen Hart and Jeff Jarrett. He accompanied Shane McMahon on the, on the same show and helping him retain the WWE European Championship against Xbox. Pest would be kicked out of the corporation and they along with Ken Shamrock, Mankind, and the Big Show, they formed a union and briefly feuded with their old stable. But with Mankind gone, the group disbanded soon after. Around this time, Tess began to date Stephanie McMahon with Stephanie's brother Shane and her father Vince, not approving of the relationship. At SummerSlam, the two feuded with Tess getting the win. They were engaged to be married, but the case of amnesia put the win on hold. On the night of their wedding, Triple H revealed that he had married a drugged-up Stephanie in Las Vegas. It was a ruse that both Triple H and Stephanie were in on, ushering in the McMahon-Helmsley era. After feuding with D-Generation X, Tess turned heel and joined Albert and Trish Stratus to form TNA. The duo had a few notable wins over Head Cheese at WrestleMania 2000 and in Backlash over the Dudley Boys. They didn't win the tag team titles before they broke up in January of 2001. Pat had a major reign as WWE European Champion, had a brief run defeating William Regal, but he lost the bell at WrestleMania 17 to Eddie Guerrero. Tess would become a figure in the Invasion storyline after being falsely accused and beaten by the Acolytes for being a mole in the Alliance. Tess would cost them the tag team titles, and he would join the Alliance as well. Tess won some tag team gold himself the next month, teaming with Booker T to defeat the Brothers of Destruction to win the WCW tag team title. They would lose the belt 11 days later to the Hardy Boys. The duo would win the WWE Tag Team titles again from The Rock and Chris Jericho, but once again lost them over to the Hardy Boys. Tess returned to singles 
competition. He beat Edge to become the Intercontinental Champion in November, and he lost the unification match at Survivor Series. But on the same night, he won the, the immunity battle royal, preventing him from being fired for a year. The story went nowhere, as it was dropped in the new year. Pat continued to dominate for the next few months and made it, made it, but made it to the semifinals of the 2002 King of the Ring tournament, losing to eventual winner Brock Lesnar in what I must say one of Pat's good matches against Brock. Yes, it was. That summer, Pest, along with Christian and Lance Storm, formed the Un-American. The Un-American took on the Undertaker at SummerSlam when he lost the belt, but he lost the belt, and the team disbanded on an eight-man tag team match in September. Pest became a fan favorite once again, when Stacy Keebler became Tess's girlfriend and image consultant, referring to Tess's fan base as testicle. Hmm. Tess cut his hair short and began wearing trunks. In early 2003, Tess teamed with and feuded with Scott Steiner. Tess would lose and then regain Stacy's marriage services yeah. and briefly won Scott as a manservant. But when Scott attacked Stacy post-match, the team reformed. The team split again when Mick Foley in his brief run as general manager of Raw fired them both, freeing Stacy from her obligation to them. The duo would be rehired by Eric Bischoff, but they never won the tag team title. Pat spent most of the first half of 2004 on Sunday Night Heat. Martin underwent spinal fusion surgery in the summer. Martin was released, but he was promised to look when he was fully healed from surgery. But his release was not well received among the roster and wrestling pundits. And in a curious oddity, Tess's first ever tag, first tag team partner, Albert, who was known as A-Train, was released on the same day. He returned to the ring in May of 2005 and worked the independent circuit, most notably as Bigfoot. He defeated Samoa Joe during his time on the Indies. WWE made good on their promise to bring Martin back, and in March 2006, he returned under his old gimmick test. He worked dark matches for Raw and SmackDown before he was assigned to the new ECW brand in July of 2006. It's part of the ECW new breed versus the original feud that spanned most of the year. His high point during his ECW run came at December to December, where he eliminated Hardcore Holly and Rob Van Dam before he was eliminated by Bobby Lashley. After failing twice in January to win the ECW world title, from Lashley, he was taken off TV for good. Hmm. Turned out he violated the WWE's wellness policy, garnering him a 30-day suspension. Hmm. Interesting. A week into his suspension, Martin was released, after which he released a statement saying he requested his release. 
During his second run in WWE, Martin was in a relationship with Barbie Blank. The two split about two months in before his death. He once credited Barbie with saving his life when he had a medical emergency. Yes. He had a brief run in TNA as the Punisher, Andrew Martin, but worked without a contract. He only worked one match for the company, and that was a Doomsday Chamber of Blood match. Yes. He, Abyss, and Sting beat Christian Cage, Tomko, and AJ Styles. The TNA was concerned about his locker room demeanor and his physique. The company was being investigated by the United States Congress in the wake of the death of Chris Benoit. And that allowed Martin to be released. He announced his retirement from wrestling in December of 2007, but continued to make appearances, actually, and was slated to do the European tour just before his death. However, he was found dead in his home in Tampa. Police were called after a neighbor spotted through a window that Martin had been motionless for several hours through a window outside his condo. Police retrieved the body and believed he may have actually been dead for some time. His death was ruled as an accidental overdose of oxycodone. It was later determined that Martin had suffered from chronic traumatic allopathy. Yeah, something. The same form of brain damage that Chris Benoit suffered prior to his death. His body was cremated with the remains sent to his family in his hometown of Whitby, Ontario, Canada. So what can you say, guys? What a rest- what a great wrestler he was. And he, well, he, he was I, he, yeah, he was unique, and uh, it's a shame that we lost him so young, too. I mean, I would have to yeah. agree. Yeah, I uh, mean, back the push in 1999, I mean... They could have given him the WWE Championship right then and there. Or they, could, had, or, or they could have given him at least something else besides, like an IC strap or a tag team strap. I would have to agree there. Um, thank you very much, John. Uh, before, before we get Greg's opinion, I was just reading this news about Hulk Hogan. In case you're wondering, Hulk Hogan is on trial for the Gawker incident, as we mentioned last week. He is suing them for posting a clip of the so-called sex tape that was uh, leaking out, apparently, of his former best friend and his best friend's wife, Bubba the Love Sponge, and his ex-wife, Heather. But recently, Linda Hogan recently revealed in a People magazine article that is coming out this week, however, uh, what she thought about the Hulkster. And this is what she said to him, basically. Are. You single-handedly ruined our 25-year marriage and our family. My trust, my love, my future, our future family with grandchildren, holidays, weddings, our kids' lives, homes, our ability to trust... You've lost it all. You took me for granted, and you never appreciated me or our beautiful family. Hiding behind those slight sunglasses, false smile, false smile, and blaming me for your horrendous mistakes. And yet you continue in life this very way still. Oh, and the bandana. Uh, guys, let's get your uh, thoughts about this, because uh, she went on to say also, I hate you, but not as probably as much as you hate yourself. And until you can really apologize to me in order to I'll never, ever forgive you. Uh, Greg, your thoughts about the statements by Linda Hogan. Wow. Uh, it's starting to get like a big deal with Hogan in the trial and stuff. I'm not really following it, but I'm seeing it on Facebook because he's in trial and stuff. He's running. Do you think uh, he uh, legitimately has a chance to win this trial, or do you think he has no chance now? Nah, he has no chance. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John, what are your thoughts? I agree. 
Well, then again, he could have a 100% chance, but yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly, no question about it. Uh, do we have any birthdays as far as Sunday goes, John? Uh, not really. Okay. Uh, very good days there, certainly. And uh, before we get to Saturday, Howard, let's give you the number again, one seven two four 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 seventy forty forty four one three eight seven four four pound the number one. You can join us right now, the big three here, Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and, of course, I'm your host, the Iceman, Jody Joel in Pittsburgh. Uh, weather-wise, guys, uh, it seems like we're all getting warm weather today. I know I'm getting warm weather here. A little cloudy and overcast, but at least a nice breeze, too. It's in the 60s here. John, how is it down in Virginia? Uh, a little bit chillier, but hey. That's to be expected. Yeah. I, I uh, also forgot some more for Saturday. First Sunday. Okay, well let's uh get to, let's uh get to that uh, right now, please do. Drew Carey was inducted. Drew Carey would be the next member to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, and we all know who inducted into him into the Hall of Fame. Yes. Yes. Kane. Yes. And and probably one of the worst TNA matches ever. Kane took on Jeff Hardy in a no holds barred match for the TNA title. In in 88 seconds, they beat Jeff Hardy. Because Jeff Hardy was on drugs. Yeah, Jeff Hardy was a little tripped up, so to speak. Yeah, he was a little whacked out that night. I remember Brian Alvarez and Dave Meltzer went on to say uh, later that year, however, when it happened, it was one of the worst, if not one of the worst matches of all time, but it was also voted as one of the worst matches of the year, no question about it. Oh, Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very, very, very unique there. Uh, Greg, I was uh, asking John about the um, – well, you brought up a good point about Test. Let's get your opinion about Test uh, overall. Uh, what do you remember about him? Uh, yeah, I remember uh, when uh, Triple H ruined a uh, wedding on Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he turned heel, uh, he was with, uh, I think, Scott Steiner. Mm-hmm, yes. Uh I think he was in the Un-Americans. No, that was Christian. Yeah, Christian was there, and then I think Christian left because I think, uh, well, they wanted to do something with Test and Lance Storm, I remember, and Christian as a trio, and that kind of, and WWE kind of the last minute said, no, we're not going to go that way, and I think it was it would have been, it's a shame because I think all three of them had great potential. I mean, Christian, of course, being the creepy little, you know what, however, at the time, Lance Storm, even though fans seen a boring, boring at him, however, I think him and Lance Storm would have been a great duo together. Of course, Test was a decent tag team partner for the A-Train, a.k.a. Albert, or Tenzai, uh, Jason Albert, whatever you want to call him. However, of course, they also had Trish Stratus in their corner, so... uh he was he had his moments, no question about it. And like uh, John said, how I think his one of his career highlights definitely was being in that very extreme elimination chamber at the December to December two thousand and six there in Augusta, Georgia. Yeah, I do remember that. That was a pretty good match. Yes, certainly, certainly. All right, uh, very good there, John. We got uh, today and yesterday out of the way, and I'm sure you have just a few things as far as Saturday go, or do we have a lot for yep. Saturday? Okay, please yep. proceed. Go ahead. All right. Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood beat Sergeant Slaughter and Don Kernodal in a steel cage match. Yep. Greensboro, final conflict, 1983. To win the NWA World Tag Team Championship. That was a great match. I remember watching that match recently. That was a fantastic match, however. 
NWA World Heavyweight Champion Rick Flair and NWA United States Champion Greg Valentine fought to a one-hour time limit draw with the world title at stake. Hmm. Okay. Jimmy Snuka won yes. a tournament final to win the ECW Television Championship. The title yeah. was vacated months earlier for unknown reasons. I think I remember hearing because ECW was not taking off as it was supposed to. I think they were kind of leery about that. I remember hearing a story about that. And we've talked about Jimmy Snook over the last few weeks, guys, in, in the past, how what his life has become. And it's just heartbreaking more and more to hear about what his life has become. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking yep. of, Brian M, a.k.a. WWE's crush, was arrested on drugs and weapons charges. Yep. After uh, anabolic steroids, mm-hmm. unregistered semi-automatic weapons, yes, a stun gun, yes, and marijuana, Ooh. they were all found in his home in Hawaii. Jesus, that arrest led to Adams being fired from the WWE. Yep, yep. And the show focused on living dangerously in 1999. In uh, 19... 2000 was the ECW World, the new ECW World Television Championship. That is right. Super is- crazy, as we all remember, beat Rhino in the tournament final, final to win the vacated ECW. World Television Championship. And, of course, that was also the same venue, if you remember, I believe, in Danbury, Connecticut, that uh, it was uh, Dusty Rhodes and the King of Old School going at Steve Carino with Jack Victory. Yeah. And in 2006, which we all remember, TNA, Scott Steiner made his debut with the company. Yes. Yeah. And we also had an Ultimate X match. Ooh, okay. Who was in that Christopher one? Daniels beats Moa Joe and AJ Styles to win the X Division Championship. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's I, about it, but I, I have birthdays, too. Yes, please do. Okay, I have Dale Tommy's birth, birthday. He was 35. Yes. And... Today also would have been the, uh, Saturday would have also been the 93rd birthday of May Young, too. Great Hall of Famer, no question about it, yes. Yeah. And I, and I see two more, uh, Little Guido uh, and Nunzio, a.k.a. Nunzio, James Mardo would have been 44, and Nidia would have been 37 on Saturday. So, uh, happy birthday to them. All right, so a lot, to, definitely uh, given us uh, a lot here, John. Uh, the last three days, however, have been full of excitement, no question about it. And uh, we are very uh, happy to hear those dates. And, uh, of course, uh, you can catch John every day uh, giving us our wrestling dates in history on our other shows, Revolution, Wolfpack Radio, Attitude Radio, Wrestling Revisited, and everything in between. So very much, thank you very much, John. Okay, guys. Uh, we're going to continue on here as we still got time to kill here for another hour or so. And, of course, we're hoping to have some more guests join us here this afternoon, including, ladies and gentlemen, uh, hopefully the Black Widow herself, Michelle Lynn Dodds, as well as GTS, Gerard T. Smith, the bad guy of bad guys, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's just say, however, and we hope to have them come on here in a few minutes here. Uh 
But uh, guys, we're going to talk about WrestleMania now, if you will. And as you know, WrestleMania is less than three weeks away. I think a lot of people are getting amped for it. I know I am. I know John is. I know Greg is. All of us are getting talking about it. Of course, we've heard some of the rumored matches. We also know some of the card being put together, uh, let's just say. Uh, mind you, so uh, let's just say. Uh, let's get your thoughts, guys, as we are counting down the days, uh, hours, and minutes to Mania. How are your thoughts about uh, Mania? Uh, Greg, we'll start with you first. Yeah, I'm really psyched for WrestleMania. Uh, I hope this match is really good, like last year. Uh, last year, blown away when uh, NWO and DX came out. That was really classic. You'll probably never see that again. Mm-hmm. But I hope something like blows out on the TV, and I'm really looking forward to WrestleMania. Yeah, um, well, I heard a rumor just now, and I think you put this up just now, Greg, about WrestleMania. However, there's a rumor going around that Shane is bringing in CM Punk to face the Taker of Mania 32. I mean, I don't know if that would happen or not. That would be kind of crazy because we've not heard anything about CM Punk however, in quite some time. That would be pretty wild to see him come back to WWE after what's been going on, however, but... Uh, I would love to see it happen, yes, but I just can't see it happening. However, you never say never in this business. Uh, John, your thoughts about the Mania card so far? I think Shane is going to... I'm liking the card, but I just hope they throw in some more, some more, like the Intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably we could have it being held in a ladder match once it's, it's, again. It's, yeah, we got also the Andre the Giant Battle World, and I'm sure if you heard uh, last night when Greg, uh, Chad, and myself talked about the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, I think they got to split it up this year. I think it makes sense. Ten NXT guys, ten uh, part-time WWE guys like Zack Ryder, uh, Bo Dallas, maybe Heath Slater, and then you have your NXT guys like your Nevels, your uh, possibly maybe Hideo Tommy's, your uh, possibly other guys like uh, your uh, Bullet Club members like Nakamura, Doc Gallows. I don't know. I don't know, however. And uh, Chad has just sent me a message, ladies and gentlemen. He will be in a little after 4 o'clock here in just a little bit. And he has a very, very special announcement for everyone. So uh, stay tuned, folks. Our boss, Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, down there in beautiful Trinity, North Carolina, the home of the Tar Heels, just outside of the Tar Heels, I should say, of UNC, will be on the radio with us here on Raw Radio this afternoon. And I can hopefully can confirm this now, too, ladies and gentlemen, as I, ta- I want to I want to save this announcement until the end of the show today, but I can get it out now, maybe uh, early on. I do want to thank Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer, for this uh, recommendation, and this is sincerely thanks on my part to Greg, and I know all of us want to thank Greg for this. Teddy Long, ladies and gentlemen, the former WCW and WWE official however, of the past, however, uh, has gotten in touch with Greg, and recently I got in touch through Teddy, thanks to Greg, however, just within the last week or so. We are hopefully uh, optimistic and keeping our fingers crossed at this point, but it's looking like hopefully maybe more and more unless something comes up next week. But next week, ladies and gentlemen, for episode number 35 on Raw Radio, however, we will have in studio with us by satellite, however, the great Theodore R. Long. And, of course, he will be joining us. And, of course, we are very much looking forward to having him join the panel here. Of course, all of us uh, will be asking him questions, I'm sure, about his background, past and present over the years, managing guys like Ron Simmons, D'Lo Brown, among other stories. I'm sure he's got some great stories to talk about. Maybe we'll get into some WrestleMania talk with him as well. But, uh, guys, this looks like it's going to be a great show next week as we get the great Teddy Long joining us. And, again, I do want to thank Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer. Uh, John, your thoughts about Teddy Long possibly making an appearance here on Raw Radio? 
I got to say, holla, 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 if that were to happen. <laughs> I think we're all going to agree with that. Greg, uh, like I said, this is your doing. And, again, I thank you for uh, putting me in touch with him. And you actually were the first one to got in touch with him before me, however. And uh, this should be a very exciting time to have uh, Teddy on next week. Well, I would like to say thanks to Chris Adams. He posted on the advertised wrestling page group, and he tagged him in there. So mm-hmm. thank you, uh, Chris Adams. For- yes, Chris Adams, we thank you, too. Uh, as well uh, for uh, talking to Greg, and then Greg passing the word to me directly of getting in touch with Teddy. And uh, Greg, of course, first was the first to talk to uh, Teddy through Chris, however, and then Greg passed along the information to me to Teddy. I got in touch with Teddy last week. And like I said, folks, hopefully next uh, week here on Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will have once again a very big guest on the show. We've had a couple big guests here in the first uh, year or so, guys. I mean, we've had some great ones. I mean, we go from Michael Sam Houston to Manny Villalobos. Uh, we've gone to uh, Mr. Gary Michael Capetta. I mean, we've had some doozies so far. However. We're expecting more guests, however, as the weeks and months hopefully roll along here. But uh, this might be one of the bigger guests we're going to have on the show. However. And we're also, I'm actually trying to get also in touch with, ladies and gentlemen, our good friend Mike, the independent uh, wrestler, if you will, before uh, WrestleMania. Hopefully he'll uh, get in touch with me very soon. He said that he was going to try to get in touch with a couple other big-name wrestlers from the past, and maybe we'll have them on either the week leading into WrestleMania or after WrestleMania, we're not sure which ones yet, but uh, next week, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we hope to have uh, with us on the show directly, however, here right around the 4 o'clock hour or so, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, it'll be none other than the great Theodore R. Long. And guest six was just in the chat room. He said hello, and we want to welcome him in, and he has now left us, unfortunately. So we kind of know who guest six is, but he has a surprise special announcement, ladies and gentlemen. So and it's no surprise who we know who it is. It's no surprise who it is, but he has a very special announcement, so I think he will be joining us here in just a few minutes here, ladies and gentlemen. And, I'll, and I also have an announcement to make, too. Oh, uh, do you want to tell that now, or do you want to wait until after uh, the other announcement, John? Right now. Okay, John has an announcement here, ladies and gentlemen, so uh, let us turn it to the human suplex machine before we get into our big uh, other guest of the day. Uh, John, what is the big announcement, please? The Undertaker has been confirmed for all tonight. Ooh, okay, so... Once again, as we said, folks, Raw is shaping up to be one heck of a doozy tonight. Uh, we did not think the Taker was going to be showing up in Pittsburgh tonight. We thought he would be there in Philadelphia next week over in Greg's land, but he will be in my hometown tonight. I'm sure he'll be there in Greg's area next week in Philadelphia. So the dead man has been seen, apparently reported here in Pittsburgh. Of course, we know about the history of him in Pittsburgh together. Him and Mick Foley, of course, had that great Hell in a Cell match back in 1998 at the old Civic Arena, a.k.a. Mel Arena, which is no longer there. As we said, Mick Foley has been confirmed possibly for tonight. We have also heard possibly maybe Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. Well, we know Brie Bella might be here, but we have been hearing rumors about Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns possibly being in Pittsburgh over the... this uh, throughout the day today, we can now confirm that both of them have been seen in Pittsburgh and could be on Monday Night Raw itself tonight, so that'll be interesting. We can also can confirm at this point that Brock Lesnar will also be here tonight. So, uh, guys, it's it's definitely shaping up to be one whiz-bang of a show, as we said, more and more, however, as uh, we go along here tonight here in Pittsburgh. Um, let's see, what else can we discuss? Uh, we, of course, talked about the tournament. We talked about uh, some of the other big news and notes, including Roadblock, of course. John gave us the wrestling dates in history. Um, I guess right now we can uh, kill some time, however, by doing a couple, uh, maybe, uh, 
fantasy matchups before uh, our uh, good friend, Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, could squeeze in here. So let's do that while we're uh, waiting for him. And uh, right now, however, if you want to give us a call, the number is one seven two four. 444-7044, caller ID one three eight seven four four. This is episode 35. We're here each and every week, however, on TalkShoe.com. You can listen to us on that site, however. Just call in and hit one three eight seven four four pound The big three is here. The big diesel, Gregory Kramer from the Kramer Brothers Band of Pro Wrestling Reviews. Of course, the big human suplex machine, John Gross. And, of course, I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. Of course, on Tuesday night, you can listen to myself and uh, Greg, along with our other panelists, Gerard T. Smith, the bad guy, and the lowdown himself, Kendrick Smith, on Wrestling Revisits. We take you back to time and places of special events. Then at 9 o'clock till after 11 o'clock, of course, we will have for you uh, Wrestling uh, Revolution, as well as on Wednesday night and Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, that caller ID number is 138055-POUND. The attitude, or excuse me, the revisited one is 139926. Of course, Thursday night, you can listen to Wolfpack Radio on uh, same time. However, that caller ID is 138521. Uh, also, on Wednesday nights, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can listen to the newer show, which made its uh, trial run last night, thanks to Greg, myself, and Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, the great wrestling debate hosted by the Big Diesel Gregory Kramer. And that caller ID is 139925. You can listen to them each and every Wednesday night, as uh, Greg gives us uh, the latest scoop in his debate. And then on Saturday night, you can join Gerard and Michelle, of course, the Paul and Paula Heyman of Attitude Radio on 138982 from 9 to 11. This week, they'll be talking about more, I'm sure, about Raw and SmackDown from the past week, of course, as well as NXT, previewing Raw Radio and giving you their early thoughts as far as what to expect going into next week as far as Raw goes, Howard. But like I said, with WrestleMania just around the corner, everyone's on pins and needles here on all of our shows and on the network itself, Howard. We're just looking forward to the show more and more. Um, that being said, guys, let's get into a couple fancy matchups right now, Howard. And again, before we do that, let's just tell you again, the number uh, is one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Caller ID one three eight seven four four, and that is the number for all of our shows. However, but the net IDs are different. One three eight nine eight two is for Attitude Radio. However, excuse me, revisited. One three eight zero five five is for Wolf uh, Revolution on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday nights. Wolfpack one three eight five two one pound. One three nine nine two six is for revisited, and the debate is one three nine nine two five. Okay, so with that being said now, ladies and gentlemen, let us get into uh, now some fantasy matchups. And with that said, we're going to turn it over now to the Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer, for our first fantasy matchup of the day. Greg, go right ahead with your uh, first uh, fantasy matchup, please. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin mm-hmm. versus Ryback. Ooh, okay. Austin versus Ryback. Very, very good. Okay, very interesting here. Uh, you're going with this uh, pick here. Okay, please tell us who do you like, Howard. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. All right. Uh, John, who do you like? Stone Cold. All right, and you know what? I'm going to take Austin as well. So I think, once again, it's going to be unanimous here, and hopefully we'll be getting a few other picks uh, from our analyst here shortly as well. Okay, uh, John, you're next. Okay. I'm going to go with Lex Luger mm-hmm. versus, um, versus Kevin Owens. Ooh, Owens and Luger. Okay, I like this. All right, uh, give us a winner, please. Uh, I'm saying Owens. All right. 
I am going to say, and yes, ladies and gentlemen, hold on. Before we get uh, Drake's pick, we got a surprise here, folks. It is the bad guy himself, King NWO GTS, the host of uh, Saturday Night uh, Attitude Radio with his the lovely sister, Michelle Lynn Dodge. Gerard, how are you, my man? Hey. Just in time, however, we're doing some fantasy matchups. However, we had our first fantasy matchup of the day. It was, uh, who was it? Uh, Austin versus Ryback. Who do you like in this one? Uh, Stone Cold. All right. And uh, John just thought of a good one, Luger versus KO. Who do you like in this one? Uh, KO. All right. You know what? Uh, I'm going to go with KO as well. And, uh, Dre, go ahead with your uh, prediction, please. Yes, uh, Kevin Owens as well. Okay, very good, very good. And ladies and gentlemen, we are now expecting, we've just got another caller coming into the studio, ladies and gentlemen. I think we know who this is, however, so let's uh, give him a few seconds to tell us who it is. So, uh, caller, are you there with us right now? I am indeed. And yes, folks, we know who this is, ladies and gentlemen. It is from... Tarheelia, if you will, as I like to call it all the time, however, from Trinity, North Carolina, the bad guy himself, also 2.0 as well. Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, joining us, who has a very special announcement to make. So, uh, Chad, first off, welcome to the show. you got Gerard now on the show, along with Greg, myself, and John. So, uh, I understand you have a big blockbuster announcement. Please tell us what it is. Yes, sir. And before we do that, I am awaiting the arrival of one other person, so... All right. I'll wait for that person, and you can inform me when that person does arrive. All right, I can do that, no problem. Uh, we've done a couple fancy matchups so far. Uh, one of them was Luger versus KO and Austin versus Ryback, so let's get your take. Uh, Luger versus Kevin Owens, not a good, not good match. Uh, back and forth, lasts about maybe, i say give it about maybe a good 15 minutes. Uh, uh, Got to give the edge... And, and ladies and gentlemen, we got – hold on, uh, Chad. That's a good one. We'll get your answer in a second. Sorry. Uh, we got another surprise here, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Black Widow herself, the M to the L to the D, if you will, joining us here now, ladies and gentlemen. Mama Brock herself, Michelle Lynn Dodge, joining us here on Raw Radio this afternoon. Michelle, how are you today? I'm okay. How are you? Doing good, thanks. We got Chad on, we got your brother Gerard on, we got John and we got Greg on. So uh Chad apparently has a big blockbuster announcement. However, we're also doing some fantasy matchups along the way. So uh let's get your take real quick on these and I'm gonna get John uh, Chad's answers again and then Chad has a big blockbuster announcement. Uh the first one was Stone Cold versus Ryback. Ooh. Yes. Stone Cold. All right, and then we got Luger versus KO. KO. All right. And Chad, go ahead. You were saying now uh, your answers on those two, and then you can uh, tell us the big announcement. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, this would be a great – Luger and KO would be a great match. Uh, like I said, it would be a good 15, good 15 minutes tops. But I would have to really give the edge to youth here. I have to say, in Gerard's words, pop-up powerbomb, if you will. So yes. I was going to say Kevin Owens would give it definitely to the total package in this case. So no torture rack here would be seen today. As for Stone Cold and Ryback, uh, this would last uh, about the same amount of time. Uh, knock him out, drag him out here. Uh, uh, my end up even then on the floor, almost causing a, uh, oh gosh, uh, hmm. uh, just uh, <coughs> uh, knocker. Yeah, exactly. But what I, what I want to say was, like I said, outside of the ring, um, 
count out. There you go. I was going to say count out. Uh, it almost might cause a count out, but I think they were both get back in the ring in time. But but I have to go agree with Michelle on this kid. I think Stone Cold would somehow get the victory with us. Uh, sneak up on right back with a stunner, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly, go. no question good. about it. Yeah. And uh, before you guys both came <laughs> on, uh, all three of you guys came on. Uh, John told us that the Taker has been seen in Pittsburgh, so he will be there at Raw tonight. We also know Roman Reigns has been seen today, and we understand yeah. that Daniel Bryan and Brie Bellow <laughs> there as well. So Raw is shaping up to be one hell of an event tonight in the Steel City. But uh, Chad, you have a big blockbuster announcement now, so let's uh, hear the big blockbuster announcement, please. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Of course, as you know, I have been talking about, uh, been hyping up uh, last week, uh, the announcement that we were going to be inducting, of course, the new class to the 2016 of the WWUS Hall of Fame. But before we do the actual class, mm-hmm. now, of course, talking over with uh, Gerard, my man, are you there, sir? Gerard, are you there? I think he had to step away. Yeah, I think he might have. Okay. Anyway, well, Gerard and I spoke of, spoke of this uh, just 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 briefly. Uh, excuse me for just one minute. What? Be right there. Stand by. Huh? All right. Stand by. No problem. <laughs> and while Chad's stepping out, and hopefully Gerard will be back here in a few seconds, Michelle, we were talking uh-huh. We were talking about the Hulk Hogan story. Apparently, his wife uh, cursing him out, if you will. I don't know if you heard the remarks that she made, however. But she says, I'll never forgive you. You've caused this in our marriage, how and this and that. I want to get your thoughts on that. Uh, I did see that and and listen to her bullshit out of her mouth, basically. Um, you know, it takes two to make a marriage go right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't say that she was exactly a saint in the situation. Um yes. You know, Hulk Hogan has had his faults and, you know, whatnot and all that. Uh, really not good things that I have to say about her, but uh, I think she took it a little bit over the edge, really. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, over the edge, that, I would know, say. Yeah. I think considering that they were married and they have children together and this and that, you know, that she would be grateful for what he did give her and... Uh, you know, that they did have a good marriage as long as they did and <clears throat> everything else. Uh, so my my opinion is I, I think she really overstepped her bounds a little bit because you didn't see Hulk bashing her, you know, for things that, you know, she could have been at fault at or whatever. So I think that she might want to ponder and sit on her words a little bit more before she spoke. Yes, yes, I, I would have to agree there, no question about it. Uh, Gerard, are you back with us, sir? Okay, Gerard, I'm apparently hung up, so I don't know what happened there. Uh, hopefully, he'll be back with us in a few minutes. Uh, the other story, uh, before Chad comes back on the line, Michelle, we were talking about earlier, is the latest new Hall of Famer, Jacqueline Moore, uh, apparently has been announced to the Hall of Fame. Your thoughts about that? Me? Yes. To me? Yeah, you, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Um, I think very well-deserved. Uh, I like Jacqueline. I think she was a she was, you know a good asset to the company and all that. Uh, I'm surprised it took as long as it did, honestly. I'm surprised it's taken as long as it has for a lot of them that have been inducted, but uh, I think it's well-deserved for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I would have I would have to agree there. Um, let's see. Uh, Chad, you're back with us. 
Okay, he is still out. Uh, another one, we, were, we obviously talked Roadblock. We talked about, uh, what else did we get into today? Oh, the NCAA basketball tournament. I don't know if you're a basketball hooper there, Michelle. Uh, but uh, I was asking everyone's pick who's going to win the Final Four and who is the sleeper to watch out for. John's picking Virginia in both cases. I'm picking Michigan State, and my sleeper is Villanova. I just think Villanova, being over in, uh, being a Big East team however, over there in Greg's neck of the woods of Philadelphia, and Jay Wright's a great coach. I think they're going to give some teams a lot of headaches, like Kansas or maybe North Carolina. It's going to be a great, great tournament regardless. But I think Michigan State is the team to watch out for. And they have probably one of the best players in the country in Denzel Valentine. Uh, what is your uh, take? Yeah. Um, hello. Uh, yeah. I don't really know who's in it. I really haven't <laughs> uh, followed it much. So mm-hmm. uh, if you could tell me, I can give you my opinion. Really <laughs> That's, uh, it's understandable. It's understandable. Uh, Chad, I know your Tar Heels are destined to be the heavy favorite going into the tournament. They should win it outright. But John has Virginia in both cases. I'm sure you have Caroline winning the whole thing. But if not Caroline, who is that one team do you think could be the big spoiler? I mean, I already said I think Michigan State could be in the championship. I think they could win it. And I think my sleeper, if there's a team that could really give a lot of people uh, trouble, it's Villanova. What's your take? Well, I've actually – I actually figured Carolina was probably maybe able to pull off the whole thing. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, but if there was another one, I would have to probably give a little bit of kudos to Virginia as well because I've heard a lot of great stuff about Virginia during the ACC season. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah, okay. and uh, and Tony Bennett's a great coach, and they got probably one of the best players in the country, and Malcolm Brogdon. I mean, Brogdon is just so good. He'll be a great NBA. I think he'll be the next great mm-hmm. NBA player to watch out for. I think, uh, like I said, their slowdown style keeping teams in the 50s, however, is that way. Again, we'll have to wait and see where they go. So, I mean, time will tell, certainly. And uh, unfortunately, Gerard is no longer with us. Apparently, I guess he had a prior obligation. He said he was only going to be on for a little bit, however, but I don't know. Yeah, he he just messaged me and said that he had to run. So. Okay, that's understandable. Okay. And then, yeah. So, uh, well, Gerard, that's no problem, my man. We'll be back with you hopefully on Revisit tomorrow. Uh, Chad, please continue now with the Hall of Fame, as okay. you were saying. And then, like I said, Gerard and I were talking about this briefly prior to me coming on here to uh, coming on here today. Uh, this was this was actually added just right at the very last minute. That uh, in addition to our inductees, which will be starting tomorrow night on the Tuesday edition of Revolution, we are going to today. What we are going to start with is, of course, uh, the WWUS Hall of Fame Honorariums uh, yes. Awards here. Uh, of course, honor two folks who are no longer here with us, who of course have made, in some capacity, some sort of contribution to uh, the WWS, the groups, the uh, the radio network, and possibly, like I said, any folks involved with WWS yes. who made an impact on that. And the very first person, and this is the purpose from behind, why Gerard and Michelle both were on here alongside me here today. Yes. Um, and, of course, Michelle is going to be on for a short time here, too, so I will make this brief. Yes. Uh, the first person, and this was actually Gerard's idea, and I thank mm-hmm. Gerard for this, the first honorarium <clears throat> uh, uh, 2016 WWS Hall of Famer will be uh, the gentleman, uh, of course, that Gerard and Michelle did inform us about that passed away, who uh, got them involved, I believe, with the um, fantasy wrestling yes. uh, mm-hmm. that passed away. Uh, jo- and I believe, you, Michelle, you said the gentleman's name was Joseph Sherman. 
Yeah. I believe he was also known as Phoenix. Joe. But Phoenix, Joe, I yeah. think his, his nickname, I think it was like Phoenix, you all said, or something. Yeah. Um, and uh, Michelle, if you would please like to give a brief, uh, a brief, mm-hmm. uh, give some sort of an, uh, some, uh, some something about about this man, um, of course, and then I will finish off after that too. So please go ahead. Um, Gerard and I have known Joe for about a year, a little over. Um, Gerard and I both knew him before he had joined the uh, Fantasy Wrestling Group list on Facebook for a little bit. Um, a very nice. Humble, down to earth guy, very sweet. Um, he he enjoyed fantasy wrestling. He enjoyed wrestling and in, in, in general. Period. He was a huge wrestling fan. Um, uh, his girlfriend, uh, very sweet lady, having a very hard time with all of this. Obviously, um, Joe was just a really great guy. He was very attentive to the people that he knew, loved, and cared about him, which. Rightfully so, everybody should, you know, everybody is that way. Uh, all I know is that, like I said, you know, <clears throat> he really enjoyed the fantasy wrestling with us, and he he really made everybody feel special. Uh, you know, of course, he had his moments where he, he got angry or whatever, but he never took it out on, on anybody. Um, like I said, the only thing that I know, he was a huge wrestling fan, he was really good to his girlfriend. Um, he suffered with diabetes really bad, and they put the um, uh, shit. What's it called? The pump in him, mm-hmm. and basically he went into diabetic shock from it. Um, mm-hmm. Just basic side effects to it. Uh, he loved his cats that were his girlfriends that um, she. He always said he was going to put out on the lawn and. He became more attached to him than really she is. Um, yeah. <laughs> overall, just a very, very spectacular guy. Um, Gerard or I never met him in person, uh, mm-hmm. obviously. I mean, but just a very, very amazing person that everybody should have known because he he was a light. Always had something so positive, and you know so great to say to his friends and he was not afraid to, to tell us all the time how much he loved us in the group and stuff like that so you know very sad and unfortunate that we lost him uh but you know we do re- we do remember him every day the guys post stuff about him as much as they can yeah. uh just a very very sad loss for us really mm-hmm. and, and i would say uh i'll be speak here at raw radio as well from the man i mean like i said i never got to meet the man personally it's a shame but i know you and gerard did michelle and uh Chad would back me up. John would back me up. Even Greg would. Uh, very, very well deserving. And congratulations to this gentleman. Uh, well deserved. Yes, uh, like I said, first, first uh, like I said, uh, honorarium, of course, in the, and so as and also like I said, uh, 2016 WWS Hall of Fame. He is, uh, he will be also joined here. <clears throat> um, of course, this was just thought to at the very last minute myself by another gentleman who actually. Um, <clears throat> Who made an appearance here on our shows? Talked to us about about his experience in the world of pro wrestling over the years. Um, uh, knew several of your well big time names in the world of professional wrestling. We also unfortunately lost him uh, not too long ago here as well. Uh, and of course, if his family is listening in today, uh, we want to send this out as well. 
that also the second uh, the second recipient of the WWS Hall of Fame 2016 Honorarium Award is will be Mr. Manny Villalobos. Yes, absolutely. And, yes, and, yeah. and and speaking from uh, knowing Manny, I think it's well deserved. Manny was a great guy. He was in a lot of wrestling federations in Texas. He uh, got to know a lot of people in and out of the business. Of course, his son I know is in the business now. I hear I haven't talked to his sister for a week or so, but uh, I will. I'm sure I'll mention it, uh, message her, or one of us will get in touch with her, however, or, uh, somehow. I think I'll probably try to get in touch with her, maybe somehow, and pass along the word to her. But yes, uh, I was good friends with Manny for a few years, how on and off Facebook, and uh, he was on our show that one night. I think we had a great time with him, and when we heard the news, and especially I heard the news, I was stunned. I think we all were taken aback and in shock, but uh, I know Manny has got to be very happy about this honor. I mean, for a warrior, a prince, and what can we say about the man? He is just absolutely missed terribly still to this day, and I think can we I all think can see. Yes, yes, Sean. Manny, yes, Sean. When, when you told me that, uh, I was I was a little bit taken back, too. I mean, mm-hmm. I was shocked that you certainly. told me. Certainly, certainly we, we, we all were. And like I said, I've gotten to know his sister now lately over the last little bit, Lisa. Uh, and she, I think that's his sister. And Lisa, uh, from all of us here at Raw Radio, and to the Villa Lobos family, especially uh, Manny's one son. I know he's going to be very happy right now. His grandson, I should say. Uh, congratulations is well-deserved. Manny, we wish you were still with us, however, but I know if you were with us now, Howard, you would definitely be very, I'm sure, happy about this honor given to you, Howard, and I can speak from experience, Howard. You deserve it, and uh, well done, sir. Well done, indeed. Yes, indeed. Like I said, these are, like I said, just the first two. Excuse me. I'll be right there. Uh, but sorry about that. But anyway, like I said, at first like I said uh, first the first two, like I said, uh, like I said, of the uh, um, members of the WWS Hall of Fame class of 2016, of course, uh, well deserved to these two mm-hmm. uh, gentlemen, of course, like I said, who did make contributions in some capacity to WWS, but uh, uh, of course, sadly, as we mentioned before, no longer with us, but. Um, of course, there's, this will ensure that their spirits will indeed live on, and they will, <clears throat> and of course, they will never, I say, be forgotten as long as we are, of course, continuing to uh, proceed, proceed further into, uh, further into, like I said, uh, <clears throat> the wrestling world here. And yeah, also, I'm reading right now. Uh, he, uh, of course, made his pro wrestling debut in 1983. He won two championships in his career. Of course, as we said, of course, he was. Very young when we lost him uh, recently, uh, this last month, however, mind you, at the age of 55. But, uh, I'll he... be right there! <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. No, no, it's okay. Sorry. Uh, right. Anyway, I just want to make one one quick announcement. Like I said, tomorrow we start the actual uh, inductions uh, for the for the, class, for the next phase of the class of 2016 of the Hall of Fame. We start that throughout the week. Uh, of course, Friday edition of Revolution, we will announce. Uh, of course, we will do one person each night, even on NWO Wolfpack. But the uh, Friday edition of Revolution, we will announce the final two. Uh, so that way, it will be officially five members of the <clears throat> of the uh, WWUS Hall of Fame class with, like I said, our two honorariums here today. So yes. catch up. Be sure to listen in on that, like I said, tomorrow night 
on the starting line show on the, on the Tuesday edition of WWS Revolution. Um, I'm not gonna be able to stay long, but I will go ahead and throw this out at you. Okay. Uh, my my raw uh, rating and also uh, main event here. Yes. I'll say tonight here with 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 this all these announcements right fast. Uh, raw rating. I was I'm gonna spike up a little bit. I'm gonna say a 2.9. Okay. Uh, okay, and uh, and, my, and I think my main event here. Uh, I think, like I said, if, if if you know they're talking about possibly Roman being being back in the building, trying to make it a little bit hard on him, I, I say uh, they put they they put him. Uh, mm, well, I don't. I, I tell you what, no, I tell you what, let's scratch that uh, scratch that one. Okay. I say because they already talked about it, and I, I'm sure they'll probably make this a main event match. I'm not sure. But the tag belts, I think that was talked about here. I think I heard that earlier today. Yes. But New Day was going to be defending the belts against, I think, Rusev and Del Rio. I, I say they make that the main event. So I'm I'm going to go with that. Okay. Okay. Very good, Chad. Okay. Um, I would have to. Well, I'll give you my thoughts later on. But uh, very good thoughts there. Uh, certainly, uh, okay. without question, it should be an interesting night. No so, question. So, ladies and gentlemen, listen in on Revolution tomorrow night. As we start off, like I said, we do more matches in Revolution Reborn and make the first announcement of the induction of the, the Hall of Fame class of 2016. So, gay, talk to you later. We'll we'll catch you later on Revolution tomorrow night. See All right. Thank you. All right. Bye, Chad. Take care. Bye, Chad. Okay, so there you have it, folks. A very big announcement. It was indeed a great announcement, no question about it. I think uh, we all speak our mind very well there. And Chad uh, brought up two great uh, people, certainly, to uh, be in the Hall of Fame class to start out uh, the new class. Also, tomorrow night, don't forget, and Chad did not bring this up, but I believe Bobby brought it to my attention. I think tomorrow night we are going to have now the five-way match. However, maybe we're going to finish the Divas matchup between Ann and Michelle. I know, I think it's still... Wednesday. Oh, we're going to push that to Wednesday now? Okay, thank you, Michelle. Yeah, Michelle and Anne uh, in a very tight contest right now. However, they are still deadlocked as we speak. However, they will resume their match on Wednesday. Tomorrow night, I believe it will be myself, maybe, possibly uh, Gerard, maybe, along with Bobby and Kendrick in the Fatal Five-Way if you will, I think that's set for tomorrow night. I don't know yet. I'll have to look on that more fast chat on that eventually. Uh, let's just say. Um, so, all right. Uh, some great, great announcement there by Chad. Certainly, no question about. It. And I think, and I'm just trying to get a hold of my cousin right now. I think he might be able to squeeze on for a few minutes here before the end of the show. Fonzie, of course, is not with us today. He had a prior obligation, however, uh, if you will. So, hopefully, next week he will be. Uh, rejoining us, Howard. And, of course, as we were saying, Michelle, just as you, uh, Chad, and uh, Gerard for coming on, uh, hopefully next week, however, I'm going to uh, get in touch with this gentleman later in the week, however, early Monday next week before Raw Radio. We want to thank uh, uh, Greg's friend Chris Adams, however, for this. However, uh, we hope to have the great Theodore R. Long joining us on Raw Radio next week. So uh, get ready to uh, have your questions ready, however, for the former WCW and WWE referee slash manager, if you will. So it should be a great, great show next Monday. And, of course, Greg will be going to the show next week, however, if you will, however, in Philadelphia. I will not be attending Raw tonight, however, in Pittsburgh here, unfortunately, because I, A, couldn't get tickets because they're already sold out, and, B, I had no one to go with, which stinks. Otherwise, I would have been going. 
So it does sting for you. Well, what are you gonna do? I mean, I, I, I mean, the last time they were here, John. I mean, I told you guys. I mean, the last time they were here in November. I mean, it was a very, very lousy show. And I'm hoping tonight, with all the big names that are coming here to Pittsburgh, they put on a good show. I mean, they got still three weeks left till WrestleMania. I still think they need to, like you mentioned, just as uh, Michelle and Chad and uh, Gerard came on. How are you? Were mentioning again another? Not, I, I, I can't say it. Say it. They got another. another announce another match, I think, or another two matches, I think, just to get the finalized product done. So I'm hoping they do that tonight. If not tonight, then definitely next week for sure, because the following week they're going to be in Brooklyn. So uh, like I said, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do the next three weeks. And uh, one thing I will say, however, maybe you guys can help me out all three. You guys can help me out. Maybe I'll try to get some of the other guys' helps too, along with finding them. Uh, the week of WrestleMania, in a couple of weeks, I want to do something big. I just haven't decided what we're going to do yet. However, so if you guys can maybe throw out suggestions to me or message me on my Facebook or call me or text me, let me know what you think. However, that would be great. So uh, we're going to have a lot of fun leaning into WrestleMania here in a couple of weeks. But in the meantime, however, we still got a few more weeks to go to the big show in uh, Big D, if you will, Dallas, Texas. Um, hey, so, JD. Yes, Michelle. <laughs> Give me about 10 minutes and I'll call back, okay? Sure, no problem. No problem. You can do that. I'll be back. No problem. No problem. Takes time. All right, that is the Black Widow, Michelle Lindot, and she says she'll be right back as she has to switch lines now, so she'll be back here in a couple minutes, so we'll expect her here back on the line momentarily. Of course, we do want to thank Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw for joining us this afternoon with that great big announcement. Also, even though he was on here for just a few brief seconds, however, hopefully he'll be back more than a few brief seconds uh, next week, ladies and gentlemen, here on Raw Radio. And, of course, he will be on Revisited tomorrow night with myself and Greg and possibly the lowdown man himself, Kendrick Smith. That is GTS Gerard T. Smith, the Paul Heyman, a.k.a. the bad guy, Scott Hall, if you will, of our radio show. All right, uh, guys, it's about 4.30. we still got another about 30-plus minutes left in the show. Of course, we're going to get into uh, raw ratings and uh, predictions here in about 15 minutes or so. So uh, when Michelle comes back, we're going to each go around with a couple rounds of fantasy matchups, and then we're going to close it out about 10 to 5, however, with our raw ratings and predictions. And then John's got a great St. Patrick's Day tune to uh, liven up uh, everyone, of course. Which, and, uh, which I still don't know. Which I knew last night, but you, 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 just, you, don't worry, no problem. I mean, it, Ira, it, it, which it, is Irish, yeah. It's only fitting yes, Irish, uh, because it's St. Patrick's Day on Thursday. Like I said, for St. Patrick's Day, I mean, I know uh, a lot of people went out this past weekend for St. Patty's Day. I know I went out for a little bit uh, with my girlfriend and uh, her cousins and all that, and uh, I told you guys already. And if I didn't tell you guys, I. I'll mention now her one cousin uh, and his girlfriend got engaged on Saturday. It was very nice, very romantic. It was very sweet, if you will. And uh, it was a fantastic day here for St. Patrick's Day on Saturday. I mean, it really was. I mean, I can remember never being it's so nice and warm. It's like in the mid-70s all day. It felt fantastic. And like I said, it's really fantastic right now. I'm looking out my window right now here as we speak here in the studio. And it is a gorgeous, gorgeous day out right now. I mean, it wasn't... Nice until about around lunch until around lunchtime, but it really got warm here within the last few hours. It's suddenly warmed up to the mid 60s. It's supposed to be even nicer tomorrow, and then I think later in the week it's going to take a nose dive again to go back down. But uh, oh well, what do you expect? This is like mid to late March, early early spring. Well, I mean, spring's next week. And speaking also of next week, guys, um, 
I want to send out a very special shout out, and I know I'm going to do it next week, obviously, of course, here on the show as well, to the love of my life, uh, my girlfriend of three years. She will be having a very special birthday next week, turning 32 years old. So I just want to say to her right now, and I know she doesn't really listen to the show, but I would like to say to my uh, special lady, uh, Courtney uh, Crummy, who I love very much with all my heart. Happy early birthday, babe. And I know uh, my colleagues all uh, would like to wish you the same. And uh, I just want to say that uh, I love you with all my heart. And I hope uh, I know you don't listen to this show that much. You hardly even listen to the show. But uh, now that I'm giving you props on the air, I'm hoping you listen uh, next week because uh, I'm hoping to do something pretty special. I think, uh, guys, you're going to have to help me out a little bit with doing something pretty cool for her birthday next week. However, at some point during the show, we're going to have to come up with an idea for her birthday here. But, yeah, next week she turns 32, however. So I would like to say happy early birthday to her. Okay, uh, and as we said, we are expecting, hopefully, uh, Michelle back here in just a few minutes. So while we're waiting for Michelle, let's go back to doing fancy matchups right now, uh, since we still got some time, if you will. And I believe it was my turn, since I had not gone with one yet, however. And then we'll get Michelle's fantasy matchup, and then we'll go two more rounds apiece, all of us, and then we'll wrap it up here with raw reigns and predictions from today's show. Uh, my match is this one, guys. Uh, let me think of this one. Who's I'm thinking here? Okay. I'm going to go with um, a real good legendary match here. Uh, Nick Bockwinkle versus Bruno Sammartino. Ooh. Yeah. This is going to be a doozy. This is the tough one. I mean, you got two great champions. I I like both, and you know what? I'm going to go with Bruno. I think Bruno's my winner. John, what about you? Bruno. All right, Greg? Uh, Bruno. All right, and I think is Michelle's back with us. Michelle, are you back with us yet? Okay, she's not back with us. We'll get her answer on that one. Okay, so there you have it, folks. One round in. Michelle, of course, will do her match, too, when she comes back. Let's go into another round, round two. Uh, this time we're going to start off with, uh, John, your match for round number two. Okay. Um, we're going to play. We will play something like this. All right. I got a tag match. All right. It's going to be um, the New Day yes. versus the Legion of Doom. Oh, okay. Uh, Hawk and Animal versus Xavier and Kofi. Okay. No, Big E and Kofi. Big E and Kofi. Oh, okay, against Hawk and Animal. Okay, uh, very interesting there. Okay, very good uh, observation there. Very unique. Okay, uh, who do you like in this one? Um, if it comes down to it, yes. I'd have to say the Legion of Doom. All right, so you're going to go with Hawk and Animal, and you know what? I'm going to go with them, too. Uh, Greg, who do you like? Uh, LOD. All right, very good, very good. Okay, and like I said, we will get Michelle's answer here momentarily. Uh, Greg, you're next. The Nasty Boys versus the Douglas Boys. Ooh, another good tag match. Okay. And I know you met uh, Nobs and Sags over the weekend there at the benefit show you were at there, and that was a pretty cool picture, uh, very unique. Uh, okay. Give us. This, are we going to make it a gimmick match here between these two? Uh, just a regular hardcore match. Regular hardcore match. Okay. Uh, give us a winner, please. Uh, the Nasty Boys. Are you going to go with Nobs um, and Sags? John, who do you like, the Nasties or the Dudleys? The Dudleys. 
I'm torn. I like both, but you know what? I got to go with you as well, John. I got to take Devon and Bubba Ray with the experience in the table. So I'm going to take them as my pick. So that is my answer. Okay, uh, I am next, Tar, and I'm going to go with a tag match as well, since we're all doing tag matches here in the second round. I'm going to have the team of Sabu and RVD taking on the team of uh, Hawk and Animal. I'm going to put them in the match against Sabu and RVD. And my winner is going to be a draw. I'm, I cannot choose on this one. This is a real tough one to go with. I'm going to go draw. John, what about you? Uh, draw. And Greg? Uh, draw. All right, we're all going to go draws here. Okay, so there you have it. Uh, round two in the books. tower, ready to go a third round, however. And like I said, we still got a few minutes to kill, so we're uh, just waiting by for our next... Uh, like I said, we're waiting for uh, uh, see who will go next. Like I said, for a third round. Okay, it'll be me. Uh, this one, however, is going to be unique, guys. I'm going to put Magnum TA in a matchup against Seth Rollins, and I'm going to turn it into a gimmick match. So my gimmick match will be Falls Count Anywhere. Magnum TA and Seth Rollins. I gotta go with Magnum TA. I think he does just enough to beat the architect and I'm gonna take TA in this one. John, who do you like? Magnum TA or Rollins? Rollins. Okay, you're gonna go Seth and Greg. Uh Rollins. Okay, so two for Rollins, one for Magnum TA and being me. Okay. Uh Greg, you're next. Uh Rock. Mm-hmm. Versus Buff Bagwell. Ooh, the Rock and Buff Daddy. Okay, interesting. Okay, who do you like? The Rock. All right, I'm gonna take Rock as well. And John? I'm saying the Rock. All right, so there you have it. Okay, you're next, John. Okay. Um. I think I got another tag match now. Okay. It'll be a well, it'll be a street fight. Oh, okay. An eight-man tag team street fight, if you will. All right. The League of Nations. Yes. Versus the Four Horsemen. Oh. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, give us a winner here. Well, you know, like you said, like you've been. Said on uh, when you said uh, the four horsemen are gonna ride in and they're yep. gonna ride out. Yep. So you're going with the horsemen. I would have to, and I would agree there. I'm staying with my pick too. And uh, Greg, your thoughts? Um, who are the guys again? The League of Nations versus the Four Horsemen. Uh four horsemen. Okay. So uh, again, unanimous across the board. <sighs> Sorry about that, guys. Now you got me haunted. Wake up. <laughs> I am. I'm awake. I just had to be on there. Okay. Uh, we're into another round here, and we still got time, so let's go once again. Uh, I'm going to go now to Greg, who will start the next round. Greg, go right ahead. Uh, Razor Ramon. Mm-hmm. And uh, Yokozuna. Oof. This is a tough one. 
Bonsai and the Razor's Edge. Can Scott Hall pick up the big mess of Yokozuna? That's the million-dollar question. That's a tough one. Okay, uh, please, give us a winner. Scott Hall. All right. And uh, John? Scott Hall. <sighs> Again, sorry. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Scott Hall, I, th- I think somehow, someway, however, even though he's going to break every bone in his back, however, I think he's going to come out as the victor here, too. So uh, I think it's unanimous once again. I think Scott Hall will pick the winner here in this one. Okay, uh, John, you're next. Okay. Ken Shamrock versus Brock Lesnar in the Octagon. Whoa. Whoa, this is good. This is beyond good. Okay, uh, please tell us who do you like. I like Brock Lesnar. Uh, are you going to take the beast? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Greg, who do you like in this one? Uh, Ken Silver. All right, and you know what? I'm going to go with the beast myself because I think he's just too dangerous, however, so I think Brock Edward Lesnar, to use the words loosely, uh, ring true here, so I'm going to go with Brock Lesnar. All right. I'm next, Howard. This is going to be a good one. This is going to be a manager fight, however. It will be the team of Bobby Heenan and Paul Heyman against the duo of Jim Cornette and J.J. Dillon. Uh, Greg, who do you like in this one? Wow. uh, uh, Jim Cornette. All right, and John, who do you got in this one? Uh, what was the match? Paul Heyman and Bobby Heenan versus James Cornette and Jim James yeah Jim Cornette and J J Dillon. Oh, that's an easy one. Yeah. Uh, Paul Heyman and Bobby the Brain Heenan. Okay, and yeah, and like I said, I I am going with them as well. Like I said. Okay, uh, we're four rounds in, and like I said, however, uh, we still got about 15 minutes to kill, so um, like I said, however, um, we're hoping Michelle can get back in uh, unless something at the last minute uh, detained her, and if that is the case, however, we want to thank her and Gerard for coming along with Chad. Uh, we're going to get our uh, raw ratings and predictions out of the way now, uh, just in case Michelle cannot make it in by the end of the show, however, since we got about 15 minutes left, however, but if she can come back in before the end of the show, however, we're going to give her a chance to get uh, her answers into the matches we made, however, here today. Uh, with that being said, uh, let's uh, go to Raw Reigns and predictions right now, if we can, however. Uh, let's uh, touch upon that right now. Uh, we'll start with you, John. What do you think the Raw Reigns are going to be tonight, and how do you think they'll do in Pittsburgh what the main event will be. Please proceed. Oh, they better do well. But uh, I think we'll see Styles versus... uh, Styles versus Jericho. Okay, so Styles and Jericho will close the show, you think, yet again. Uh, What do you think the rating will be? Well, seeing as they got all the big guests, I think they could give it like a 2.9. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Certainly. Three point zero. So two nine to three oh you're going to that range. Okay. Uh I'm gonna go with uh 
the about two eight or two nine as well. Um, I do think the main event though will be a little different. I think it's going to be what Chad said. I think that tag match will close out the show, and if they don't, I think you'll see maybe uh, Shane and the Taker and Vince maybe close it out. But unless they put them out right out of the gate, however, and get that big rating right in the first uh, twenty twenty five minutes, half hour of the show, however, then uh, I think you close it out with Shane and Taker. So. It's tough for me to decide, but right now I can't decide on a coin flip. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say that you see the uh, tag match open the show and you see Shane Taker and maybe uh, Vince close it. I think you have to close it out with them tonight. It makes sense, so I'm going to go with that. Uh, Greg, give us your rating and uh, what the main event will be tonight in Pittsburgh. Uh, hopefully it's a good show. I don't think it's pretty good. Um... Hopefully with sorry, um, hopefully with uh, Chris Jericho versus AJ Styles in the match, mm-hmm. and hopefully with Black Lightning. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. Okay. And what do you think our rating will be? Uh, a point ten. Okay, that's fine. No problem. No problem. Uh, mind you, uh, like I said, how. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Okay, it's, I'm trying to think if Michelle's back with us again uh, as we are uh, waiting on her, if you will. Let's see here. Uh, I believe she, well, like I said, we got about 10 minutes to go. Uh, so uh, she is currently not with us right now. I'm just uh, seeing what else we can touch upon here for the last couple of minutes here until Michelle came out and comes, comes uh, back, if you will. So uh, we're going to uh, wait to see if she returns. But right now at the moment, however, uh, we looks like we may have, uh, like I said, however, trying to wait for her, if you will. Uh, at this point, I don't think she'll be back. But you never know. I mean, she might be back before the end of the night. If not, uh, we want to thank her again, Gerard and Chad, for coming on, if you will, as we are... Uh, I was going to say, I can't even say it right now. I'm tongue-tied here. Oh, um, let's see here. What else is going on? I'm looking right now to see if there's any other big news going on. Um, as I mentioned earlier um, to Greg right before we came on the air today, and John, I'll mention it to you now in case you did not hear, uh, one of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Martavius Bryant, who was supposed to be suspended for a year, now has been suspended for a year for his little incident, if you will, and I just want to get your spin and take on this whole uh, matter at hand. Wow. Yeah. Big blow. Major, major blow. Big blow, indeed. I mean, the Steelers were were hoping that he would keep his nose out of trouble after what happened last season when he missed the first four games, and of course now, uh, after being announced on Saturday, however, uh, he has been, it says right here, however, he was supposed to earn 600 k this year. He has now been suspended for violating the league substance abuse policy for an entire season. So, unfortunately, he will not be returning. Uh, Kevin Culver, the GM, however, did say, however, in a statement earlier today, quote, he is at a crossroads in his professional life and he needs to understand significant changes need to occur if he wants to regain his career as a stealer. We are hopeful that Martavius will take the necessary steps to develop the discipline in his personal life to be a good player and a good teammate. Right now, we feel that this is the best option for him, even though some people may not agree to that. Meanwhile, one of his agents apparently told USA Today Sports this afternoon he was stunned, and uh, they totally 
miscalculate the issue. Even though this isn't the party issue, is a party issue. It's a coping issue and a depression issue. However, but this is the biggest cry of help I've ever seen. He's 24 years old. He's got to get it right. And whatever it is, if you talk to anybody's family that has depression, they'll be talking about the same sort of things. However, but uh, like I mentioned to Greg, I mean, this is a guy who definitely needs to get his life back into order, and hopefully, uh, he can get the help he seeks. Because right now, I mean, this is a like you said, and I've said already a few times already, a major, major blow for the Steelers, especially with uh, the season several months away. I mean, to lose one of your top uh, players like this, Howard, this just really bites. No pun intended. I mean, this really bites. And Michelle's back with us now. Michelle, welcome back uh, to the show. (laughs) That's all right. Uh, We were uh, doing some matchups while you were gone, however, so we're going to catch you up to speed real quick, and then we're going to get your... uh, a uh, couple match, maybe three mat- fantasy matchups, quick, and we'll uh, get those picked as well. And then we'll get your raw rating and prediction as well. Uh, one of them was, uh, well, uh, guys, help me out with some of the matches that we had. Uh, Greg, what was one of the matches? Do you remember? Yes, uh, Rachel Ramon versus Yokozuna. Yeah, that was one of them. Uh, who do you like in that one, Michelle? Razor Ramon. All right, we had the Nasties and the Dudleys. <clears throat> the Dudleys. All right, John's was a good one. Brock Lesnar, your boy, versus Kenny Shamrock in the Octagon. John, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. He, you yep. put two of my... <laughs> uh, Brock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As much as I love Ken Shamrock, damn it, John. <laughs> uh, mind you, however. Uh, guest seven is now asked us right now. However, uh, actually, what was the best wrestling match we have ever seen in person? As he is now logged into the chat box, and maybe we'll get to his answer. We we'll get his answer in a minute. What's the best match we ever seen in person? Yes, he wanted to know. Ooh, that's a good question. Mine would be. Wow, I'm going to say mine was probably Kurt Angle and the Undertaker. Or no, versus uh, Austin and Unforgiven, the one year that they came to Pittsburgh, huh? Uh, John, what about you? Um, not not in person, yeah. but Taker and Sean at WrestleMania 25. Ooh, okay. Sean Taker is his answer. Okay, Greg, what about you? Wow, uh, I gotta say the ladder match with Shawn Michaels and uh, Razor Ramon at WrestleMania. Okay, Sean and Take uh, Ramon Mania Ten is Greg's answer, and Michelle. Well, I mean, as far as seeing in person, I'd have to say Cesaro and Miz. Um, it was a really good match, but otherwise, um, my. Ooh. I'd have to say Brock and Taker. Okay. Brock and Taker overall is Michelle's answer. Okay. And we'd like to know where you're from, Guest 7. And if you feel like calling in, please give us a call. Otherwise, you can call us next week. We'd love to hear from you. Okay. Uh, some other matches we did, guys. Uh, we did uh, the Nasties and the Dudleys. I think you gave us an answer on that, right? Didn't, didn't, yeah, I can't say it. Didn't you, Michelle? Yes, the Dudleys. Okay, you look at the Uh What else do we have, guys, as far as matches go? Uh, we had some really, really good ones. Uh, 
I had uh, a manager match. Was This was a unique one. J.J. Dillon and Jim Cornette taking on Paul E. Heyman and Bobby the Brain Heenan. <laughs> Is that for me? Yes, that's for you. <laughs> uh, Heyman and Heenan. Okay. John, what was yours? Hmm. You've had some good ones, I remember, too. Legion of Doom versus The New Day. Yeah, that was one. Yep. And I had Rusev... The League of Nations versus the Four Horsemen. Oh, yeah, and the street fight. Those were his two. Yeah, Rusev in the League of Nations versus the Horsemen was John's one. Uh, the Four Horsemen. Okay, and then he had the New Day versus the Legion of Doom was his other one. The New Day. Okay, I went with LFD in that one. Greg, what were your other matches? Do you remember? Uh, I think you said them all. Okay. Well, Michelle, we'll get your three uh, right now. We'll hear what you have to say with your fancy matchups. We'll point on your three fancy matchups, and then we will uh, get your raw rating and prediction for tonight's show. So please proceed. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm going to do one that Gerard and I did after you got off the line the other night, J.D. And, okay. Uh, we really wish that you would have stayed for it. Um, uh, Kurt Henning, <clears throat> Kurt Henning uh, shit uh, versus Seth Rollins. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I'm going to take Henning. Uh, John? Uh, Henning. Uh, Greg? Uh, Henning. Okay. We all have Henning there, Michelle. Yeah, yeah. I like to say Henning, too. It's tough. I mean, I want to say draw, but I think Henning has the edge on that. Um, Let's see, what was the other one? And Gerard, like, about... I think yes. he wanted to choke me. Um, on, <laughs> um, I think it was yeah, it was the uh, Outsiders taking on. Um, oh shit! It'll come to me. Oh, uh, the Dudleys actually. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. The Dudleys. Ooh, okay. This this is a good one. Um, was it a gimmick match or was it a straight up one on one? I'm like tag team match. Um, I think we ended up making it. Um, uh, no holes barred. Ooh, and this gets interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Outsiders. I think they just barely edged the Dudleys in this one. I really do. I'm going with Hall and Nash. Uh, John, what about you? Uh, Hall and Nash. And Greg? Hall and Nash. Okay. So there you have it. We got, we're got. we all going to go with the Outsiders in this one. Yeah, I mean, I agree. They they definitely have the edge in that. Um, what was the other one was... Um, Oh, what was the other one? She's thinking of it. She, she's kind of trying to think. There was another one that we did, and Gerard was laughing. He was like, damn, J.D. hung up at the wrong time. Um, <laughs> oh, shit, what was it? Um, well, it was actually a Lucha one, but, mm-hmm. I mean, that still counts. Um, uh, Pentagon Jr. taking on Phoenix. Oh, okay. Um, interesting. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take Phoenix, even though I don't, don't watch, however. Uh, Guest 7 now tells us the great match he liked was Hulk Hogan versus Macho Man Savage. The floating of the mm, That's a good one. That's a, that's a good one, indeed. I, I have to agree with him there. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm going to go with Phoenix in that matchup. Uh, Greg, what do you think about that matchup? Phoenix, and what was the other guy's name, Michelle? Uh, Pentagon Jr. Okay. Who do you like there, uh, Greg? What's the question? 
Who do you like between Phoenix and the guy that Michelle mentioned? Pentagon Jr. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I, yeah. Who's your winner? Uh, whoever's the first one. You're going to take Phoenix with me? Okay. John, who do you like? Uh, what match? Phoenix and what's the guy's? I'm going to, I, I keep asking. Pink, it's Pentagon Jr. It's okay. Not, yeah. many, not very many people know him. Yes. But who do you like, John? I can go with a draw. Okay. Okay, that's understandable. You, you know, I want to say draw too, but Pentagon Jr., is he has that slight edge of, of strength, mm-hmm. I think. Yes. Certainly. Certainly. No question. No question about it. Um, okay, do we have? Do you have any others that you guys did? I mean, we can do another one. I mean, we can all do one more round, I feel. I mean, I'm up for one more round if anyone is <laughs> up for it, though. Um, yeah, the one that uh, Javar did yeah. um, was Edge versus Jericho. Ooh, the Battle of Canadians. This yeah. is a good one. Okay, I'm going to take Edge in this one. John? Edge. Greg? Edge. All right, we got edge across the board here, Michelle. See, I have to say draw because I think they would go blow to blow, head to head, toe to toe, all that. So I have to say draw on that one. Okay, that's fine. No problem. No problem. And uh, let's see. Uh, I think we can each go one more round apiece, and then we'll go to Michelle's uh, raw thoughts about the main event. As uh, we already made our thoughts, however, I already said the main event's going to be tonight. However. Uh, we agreed to a 2-9. Uh, the League of Nations, I thought, was going to take on, uh, was it uh, the New Day? But I said it's going to be Shane Taker and uh, Vince closing out the show tonight. I think they need something like that. John, you went, uh, what was your main event again tonight for your prediction? Styles versus Jericho. Styles versus and Jericho. Think, and I think mm. we'll see that, too. Okay. And, Greg, what was your main event prediction again? Uh... Uh, AJ Styles mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, with, with versus Chris Jericho and and uh, I think with Brock Lesnar. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Yeah, he he turned it into a, tri- a triple threat here, and that's not bad. And we all kind of agreed it was going to be bad. Like me today or something? What the hell? That's like uh, I, I didn't choose in that match either. I know, I know. And, and we all agreed it was a 2-8 to a 2-9 rating. I mean, everyone's, I don't know what's going on with that, Michelle. So uh, let's get your raw rating and prediction, however, uh, for the main event, and then we'll go one more round of t- around the table for fantasy matchup, and then we're going to close it out with a little St. Patrick's music, if you will. Thanks to John. All right, uh, um, I'm sorry, what was that? What was that? i got to get going. Oh, Okay. Greg, why don't you take off now, and then me, Michelle, and uh, John will close it out. I will catch. Uh, are you going to be on revisited tomorrow? Uh, as of right now, I don't know. I have to work for five, so mm-hmm. I don't know. If I don't watch the old wrestling tape, so, mm-hmm. so, uh, no problem, no problem. Well, just enjoy your Monday night and enjoy the show tonight, and uh, we will either talk to you tomorrow night on revisited or on Wolf. Uh, revolution. If not, we'll catch up with you during the week. Have a good uh, rest of the evening. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. All right, folks. That was our good friend, the Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer, uh, signing off for the night, however. So now we're down to three. It is the big three now. Once again, it is John, myself, and Michelle. So we're going to go one round apiece, however, with our fantasy matchups, and then we're going to close you, it out. Do you want my ratings and stuff first? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Michelle. Uh, please do. Um, I'm going to say 2-7. Mm-hmm. 
main event. I'm gonna go with John. I like to see I like to see a B style from Jericho. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, but I mean if the main event consists of Brock, y'all all know I'll be happy. Yes. I get this distinct feeling after an article I read today. Yes. That Orton is returning very soon. Mmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. I think so too. I think we could see him at WrestleMania. It's possible. I mean, it's very possible. It's also very possible, too, we could maybe see, uh, if not at WrestleMania, maybe, however, but in some type of role, however, maybe he's just in the back watching or whatever. Uh, also, possibly Cesaro or maybe even Seth Rollins, too, you know. Yes. There's yes. been some talk yes. about both of them returning, and they're uh, due back in. Rollins has been working his ass off, no pun intended, the last couple months since he had the surgery, and he's mm-hmm. four months into his training, and they're saying that he has just been really kicking it up a notch the last month, a month and a half or so. And from what I've been seeing and he reading, how he, yes, he does. He wants back in the worst way, and I can't blame him. I mean, he just had that freak mishap happen to him in November, and here it is, almost April, however. I mean, he is just really working his tail off to get back in that ring and just uh, – go uh, crazy, no pun intended, however, by uh, making a statement saying, I'm back and I'm ready to make a statement once again. So uh, certainly, mm-hmm. we're definitely going to be keeping our eyes on uh, these guys without question. Uh, but we well, could very well see Randall Keith Orton very, very soon. Yes, yes, we could. And uh, it'd, be, it'd be weird, but I'll tell you one thing, it'd be wild, though, that next week, I mean, Greg, I know next week I know Raw's in uh, Philadelphia, however, but uh, it'll be interesting to see, however, uh, if he shows up there next week. I mean, what if uh, he shows up possibly next Monday in Philadelphia in Greg's hometown? I mean, that would be pretty crazy if he does mm-hmm. show up, you know? Uh, so we're definitely going to be, uh, like I said. Oh, yes. can I say one thing? <clears throat> By all means. Real fast. Yeah. Don't nobody get their hopes up about Kurt Angle coming to WWE that it's not happening. Yeah. Not happening. That mm-hmm. is a bullshit article. It's not true. It's not happening. He's going to hang around TNA. You know, he's not going to wrestle, but he's going to hang around TNA. He has said he is not coming back to the WWE. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't see that either. I I really don't. I think it's just, it's a shame because I think, like I said, Howard, I mean, he could come back, I mean, and take on guys like KO and other guys. It's just, it's just, you know, I mean, I think WWE still has that ill will towards him, you know, and I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people just really don't think, he uh, really brings anything to the table anymore. I mean, granted, he just retired last week. However, I just don't see him returning. Just yeah, I don't. I don't, definitely don't see him coming back anytime soon or anytime anymore for that matter. Because I think WWE is just tired of uh, the shenanigans that he pulled. I wouldn't say the shenanigans he pulled, but just some of the stuff he did on the way out before he left uh, WWE to go to TNA, saying the comments he made to Vince and Hunter and Stephanie and all the other talents just. Yeah, so I don't hold much hope for him returning. You know, it, it's so funny because, like, so many of them have done that shit, you know, mm-hmm. but they still have a place and they still come back. Right. Kurt Angle, on the other hand, is different. You know, one screw-up with his neck, he's done. Oh, yeah. yeah I would have to <clears> But, agree. yeah, he stuck it out to do his farewell tour. Mm-hmm. Kudos to him. Yeah. And um, him and Bobby Lashley... They always have a hell of a match. Like, I love watching those two go. Yeah, those, those two had a great match last week, and we talked about how great that match was last week, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, it's just beautiful chemistry between them two. Mm-hmm. Mad respect, but, of course, Lashley has turned heel. <laughs> right. 
Well, let me ask you this. I know Lashley's in TNA still, but do you think eventually at some point, we don't know when, but down the road sometime maybe, uh, if uh, depending on when his contract is up, uh, if he doesn't renew it with TNA, do you think Bobby Lashley would want to go back to WWE, Michelle? No, I don't. I, I don't see him doing that. Um, if anything, he would. If he don't stick with TNA, he's damn sure not going to go to NXT. I see him go back to UFC before he goes back to WWE. Mhm. Certainly, certainly. John, what do you think? Uh, very doubtful. Mhm. Yeah, I would have to agree. Again, I would have to agree. But uh, again, as they always say, never say never in the WWE. However, but uh, mm-hmm. it, it would be interesting. It'll be interesting to keep an eye on that. Uh, okay. With that said, I mean, I know we're a little past our five o'clock times. So that's okay. I don't care. Uh, we're gonna go one round each. However, with one fantasy matchup, and then we'll call it a day. As uh, John has the music queued up for our closing theme today. Uh, so that that being said, let's each go with one last fantasy matchup of the day, and then call it a day here on Raw Radio. And again, don't forget next week, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully, we will be having a very special guest join us, and I will be in touch with this gentleman hopefully later this week or early Monday next Monday before. Raw Radio, and that is the great former WCW and WWE referee slash manager, the great Theodore R. Long. And I want to thank uh, Greg, of course, and Greg's one friend. Actually, Greg's one friend was the one who got to talk to Greg about Teddy Long. Then Greg passed along the info to me about Teddy, and then I got a chance to talk to Teddy firsthand last week. So hopefully he will be joining us here in is the fall. Re- was it? It was him. Real? Yes, it was. It was really him. Yes, it was. So, uh, have some questions ready next week, guys, because I think we're going to have a good, good uh, second hour of uh, Raw Radio next Monday afternoon in more ways than one. All right, let's go one round each hour for our final fantasy matchups of the day, and then we'll wrap it up here. Uh, Michelle, we'll start with you. <laughs> uh, you know, real quick, just to say, too, um, I started showing my son Stone Cold over the weekend just to kind of give him a look into the Attitude Arrow. Yeah. Yeah, he's hooked. Um, there you go. I'm like, well, unfortunately, he doesn't wrestle anymore, dear, but, you know, he still yes. watches videos. Um, I'm going to say... Hmm. I'm going to say James Storm. Yes. Hmm. Versus EC3. Hmm, okay, very good. And uh, who is your winner? James Storm. <clears throat> All right, James Storm is your prediction. I'm going to go with James Storm too. However, and uh, next week, Yes Seven has told us he's going to do his research. However, and he will call in with his analysts. Uh, so we will expect to hear from him next week. Okay, John, who do you like in this matchup that Michelle made? Uh, James Storm with EC3. Uh, James Storm. And I think it's unanimous again. I'm going to go with James Storm as well. Okay, uh, John, you're next. Um, let's see. Last match. Last match. I know it's not going to happen, but it's going to be Undertaker versus The Rock. Ooh, that's a good one. (laughs) I mean, that's what everyone was thinking about, however, and I think maybe we could see it next year at WrestleMania, possibly if those two get it on, however, possibly. Uh, Who do you like in this one? Uh, I'm saying Undertaker. I'm going to go with The Rock. I think The Rock can beat The Undertaker. I'm going to take the people's champion in this one. Michelle, who do you like? Uh, the Undertaker. I am not a Rock fan. Okay, so you're going to go with The Dead Man. Okay. 
And I will wrap it up here for the day, however, with a doozy of, of match myself, folks. I am going to pit. Let's see here. How am I going to do this? Hmm. Okay. We're going to go tag team. It will be Jack and Jerry Briscoe taking on the team of Dr. Death Steve Williams and Terry Bam Bam Gordy. So you got four good wrestlers here. I am going to take the Doc and Bammer here. This is going to be a tight match. They're all good amateurs and uh, hard-fought guys, but i got to go with Bammer and the Doc, Mr. OU himself, and, of course, Mr. Freebird. John, who do you like in this one? Uh, Mr. Freebird. You're going to go with Mr. Freebird team. And Michelle, who do you like here? Who was it again? I'm sorry. Jack and Jerry Briscoe versus Dr. Death Steve Williams and Terry Bam Bam Gordy. Oh, Williams and Gordy. You're going to go with Williams and Gordy, too? Okay. So there you have it, folks. A great analysis from everyone, of course. Uh, we do want to thank, again, our guest today, Mr. WCW has Hinshaw, with the big announcement again. Congratulations to the two new uh, posthumously uh, first 2016 Hall of Famers uh, that were well-deserved. We also want to thank Gerard T. Smith, as well as the Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer. We also want to thank the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. And, of course, we want to thank all of you for listening here on TalkShoe.com. We're here each and every Monday, one 444 pounds is the number. Now, don't forget, tomorrow night, of course, we will have revisited for you at 7 o'clock. And then at 9 o'clock, we will break down the Monday Night Raw show from you that happens here tonight in Pittsburgh. It should be a great show. Of course, also Total Divas on tomorrow night. It should be a very interesting show mm-hmm. there. You didn't see the preview for that. Of course, we're going to give you a little early taste of that. Of course, Michelle and I saw the preview for it already. It is going to be where John Cena and Nikki have, uh, let's just say, uh, a little spat with one another, if you will. A little thing. tip. A little tip. Yeah, thank you, Michelle. I couldn't have said that better myself. And uh, <laughs> it should be a great, great night of action. I know they've been dropping like a stone, but this week, hopefully, they'll pick it back up after having really disastrous, uh, let's just say, plots the last few weeks. Uh, next mm-hmm. week, however, I guess Seven says he will see us next week. Maybe he can join the team as a regular. Hopefully, that'll be the case. We'll see what happens there. Uh, but we want to thank again all of you for listening, however. And before we go, we also want to wish you a happy early St. Patrick's Day. It's this Thursday, if you know. Of course, this past week, a lot of people were out celebrating it. I know some people uh, said it was a good time and all. I know it was great here with the weather and everything like that. It's supposed to be pretty nice here the next few days. So uh, we all want to say very much, however, thank you for joining us, Howard. We will be back in the ring with you next Monday, however, with our very special guest. And we'll be back again tomorrow night to talk to you on Revisit and Revolution. That will start at 9 o'clock and 7 o'clock, respectively, Eastern Standard Time. So for right now, we're going to take you out with a little uh, St. Patrick's music, if you will. We will check back in with you next week. We hope uh, you enjoy Monday night. Yes, John? What's the name of that song? It is called Irish Jaunting Car. And uh, like I said, I'm going to find it right now As uh, while I'm on the phone with uh, all the uh, – I mean, I'm just, let me just find it here. I mean, it's it should say 3 minutes and 55 seconds, however. I, uh, I'm trying to find it here, so bear with me here, folks. I mean, okay. Uh, Irish Jaunting Car, now I find yeah, it. Yeah, it, does it say 3.55 on it or whatever time, 3.50, whatever? You know what I'm talking about? It should be like a, let me let me let me hold on. I'm, I'm going to keep you. We're going to keep you everyone on here for just a second. John's trying to find the, uh, our closing theme here while we're working on this here. So please bear with us, folks. Um, like I said, okay, we are going to have uh, here just a second. Hold on, John. I'll tell you what it is. Just a second. Hold on. I think I found it. It's 
Uh, it's well. Hold on a second. Uh, maybe before before we go, let you go. Hold on, John. Yeah, it says uh, where is it? Uh, uh, where is it? However, it 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 says three fifty five. It says the Irish Staunting Car, and it says my okay. name is Larry Doolin. So it's three fifty five. So we're gonna play for you about a minute and a half. At John, let that go for about a minute and a half, if you will, and then we're gonna wrap it up. We will talk to you again next week, folks. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everyone. Be careful out there. Enjoy the uh, green beer and whatnot. We will check you in very soon. Have a good rest of the night, everyone. So for now, this is the Iceman along with Queen Shaolin Dodds and the Human Suplex Machine along with the rest of our regulars, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, the Big Diesel Gregory Kramer, GTS Gerard T. Smith, and, of course, uh, Gregory Kramer. How are so long, and we will check you in very soon. So have a great night, everyone, and happy St. Patrick's Day. John, take us out, please. Good night, guys. Good night. Is that good? No, no, John. It's the other one. The Irish Johnson car, 355. That's not it. Okay. It says win. It should say 355. That's not quite it, though. All right. Bear with me, J.D. All right. So I thought, my name is Nary Dool, and I'm a native of the soil, and that's where you're going to click. It's 355. Oh, I have it on YouTube, so... Yeah, you just want to look under that. The Irish Sounding Car. It's win B O L O E R two. That's where you want to go. All right, I found it. I found it. All right, take us out. All right. And turn if it off. If you do, will let me. I can peer slow sometimes. If you can't do it, I got it online, so don't worry. That's it. There Turn we it go. Up. Turn it up. Is it good? That's it. Yeah. Turn it up. You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. 
No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.